Man, what it do, man? This is your boy, North End Floyd, back with another podcast, man. This is the Kickback Podcast, man. What it do, everybody? Yes, we back on the scene, man. Y'all know how it is, though. But we back with another dope podcast. This is episode 107, and we're talking about the roles to the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Things that help hurt a relationship. I got two dope guests that's going to come on. We're going to chop it up. We're going to have us a good time. And, yes, this is live. Because I know some of y'all, y'all been seeing some podcast shows I've been showing throughout the week, and they haven't been live. They've been pre-recorded, but, you know, I forgot to put it on there that it was pre-recorded, and some of y'all was just trying to hit me up saying, hey, why you ain't responding, blah, blah, blah. But this is a live show, you know what I'm saying, with live guests, and we talking. To, we got some dope questions, you know what I'm saying, some topics that we're going to discuss. Also, if you want to chime in on it, you can. By calling 409-233-0017. So you could do that if you want to call in. If you don't, if you disagree with what we're saying, or if you agree with what we're saying, or if you want to just chime in with some of the stuff that we're talking about, you could do that as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's the number down below, 409-233-0017. Also, if you don't catch the show, if you miss some parts, it's always gonna be available on Spotify. YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff, man. So, you know, we finna um, have us a dope conversation. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all chime in. I hope y'all interested. Y'all please comment, share, like it. Um, and we finna chime in. So, man, let me get to uh, let me get to the guest, man. What it do, uh, Miss Renee uh, Kendrick Smith? What it do, my what's boy? What's up? What's, what's up, good, uh, Renee? What's good? Nothing much. Hello, how are you? Man, I want to say I appreciate y'all for coming on, shopping it up. This is episode 107. You know what I'm saying? This is uh this is real dope for me. You know what I'm saying? Every episode is really dope for me. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate all the guests that come through, especially y'all. So how y'all feeling right now? How y'all how y'all doing today? It's Friday, so it's a good day. You know, uh, bro, I'm good, bro. Tomorrow. Yeah, um, job. You, good, baby. You, good. you know, you know, Ken, I've been seeing a lot of your posts. Uh, a lot of females have been uh, villainified. You, I don't know if that's a word, but they've been calling you a villain. All right, so yeah, <laughs> because some of your posts, you know, have been creating conversation and accountability, and you know, some people like it and some people don't like it. Um, let's just start off by saying what made you make these posts. You know, what I'm saying post these posts on Facebook. Man, honestly, bro, it just. As I live my life and I kind of just see things, I just pay attention to the world. I mean, I, 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 although I'm married, before I got married, I was one single. So mm. some of these problems that, you know, people are facing, you know, I have uncles that call and talk to me all the time. You know, nephew, this is going on in my relationship. And, you know, I just be wanting to help, man. I just be wanting to figure out, like, damn, why are we here? Like, mm. you know, why, why the world is going this way? So, you know what I'm saying? And as I pay attention to things and, you know, different situations... I mean, I've always been the type of person that speak my mind. So, I mean, I, when I post certain things, it's just something that crossed my mind, man. It doesn't have to necessarily do with me. Just something that I didn't see, you know, a situation that I feel like, hey, it may help somebody. I hope it helps somebody. You know, that's why I, I post it. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm just telling, speaking my mind, man. Uh, Eric, I mean, Miss Renee. <laughs> uh, Miss Renee, how do you feel about, uh, I know you be seeing some of the stuff Kendrick posts. Or whatever. So, 
always have to tell Kendrick, we go back way back. Like we got history. So some of the stuff he communicates, I know he means it from a good way. And I'm always saying, especially with today's society, when you're brainstorming through a thought, you need to try to make sure it's almost a process thought or uh, communicate in a way to where it's something where you're thinking through it. Because the way when you communicate, like once it's out there, it's out there. You can't take it back. If you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not processing his, his thoughts. <laughs> he can't just throw it out. No, some of his, yeah. Some of his thoughts don't be processed. Cause I'd be like, I'd be like, Mm. Like, I'm gonna need you to tell me what's going on, what you're doing. And I'd be like, you know, make sure you double check this. And I'm like, and then we have a conversation and then we get to a common ground. And I'm just like, that was the thought or the the feel the the way he was trying to convey his um his feelings or his views at that point. So it's like you unfortunately in today's society, we can't just throw things out there that's wrong. We gotta actually kind of fine-tune it, finesse it get it right and then even if it's not completely perfect you at least have a almost a completely finished thought before you go because yeah i mean my boy can he go not gonna get within the best light if you keep if you keep doing okay that. okay i was i was gonna start off let's go ahead and get to some of these um these topics some of these discussions that i posted that a lot of people that was intrigued and say oh yeah yeah i'm feeling that and i want to apologize because a certain person she wanted to come on the show or whatever and I was going to send the link, but I want to say I apologize, but you can call the number 409-233-0017 to chime in. I didn't want it too cluttered up here and stuff like that with the guests, but if you're listening right now, you can call that number and, you know, we could chop it up and, and do that. So, but I want to start off with, I, I know I told you I want to start off with that one question, um, Ken, but I'm going to start off with that one second. Okay. okay. I'm, first, I'm going to start off with really what we're talking about and, you know, the roles. What are the roles that y'all think, you know what I'm saying, you know, depends on what makes a healthy relationship? So, you know what I'm saying, as far as like a female, you, Renee, what role do you think like uh, a female should play in having a healthy relationship? So to answer that question, I believe when it comes to healthy roles, first, you need to know who you are individually, and then who you're dating. And it's all about, honestly, a game of compromise. Like for me, I always joke, like on my Instagram, I would I would joke, I'm a single domesticated housewife because I'm not married yet. Like I can do everything, like a house, I cook, clean, everything else like that. But it doesn't mean at the end of the day, like that's the perfect role. It's what fits between you and your partner. So he may be someone that's completely fine if his wife doesn't cook or, you know, she might not clean. It's a communication that you have to have with your partner, but you have to make sure in that role of the relationship, you're communicating and you both are meeting each other on the same level. So you, cause I said like, you know, Ken, I'm pretty sure he won't, he might, you know, want them barefoot and pregnant or something like that. Just joking. Oh, not wow. Necessarily, not necessarily. Wow. Not necessarily, but I, 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 I he has a more he has a more traditional mind relationship and me i'm more progressive like when it comes to you know income in the household things like you know my partner has to understand you know i have two businesses behind me i also have a company i work for which is like my dream job like i'm busy and i'm constantly active and my partner has to be able to support that because i'm not going to be able to cook you know dinner every single day of the week but also i understand i'm not asking him to take on those roles so it's almost like a meet in the middle and you both have a 
understanding on what those roles are defined to be a healthy relationship. Mm. Ken, what do you think about that? What do you think the male, what, what do you think as far as a man plays as far as to having a healthy relationship? What roles, what roles should he play as far as that? I mean, I'm going to chime in too. Okay. Uh, for me, I feel like as a man, you know, you're going to probably have multiple roles, but you know what I'm saying? When you're dating a woman, you know, you got to kind of figure out what works best for you guys. If she's working and you working, you mm-hmm. can't expect her to be cooking meals all the time. That's just not going, that don't make sense in these days. Yeah, for sure. So, so it's a give and take. Like if I'm off, and she's working, then I'll cook. If I'm working and she's off, then she'll cook. It's a give and take. And mm-hmm. you just got to basically, you know what I'm saying, kind of figure out, work your way through it to navigate, hey, what works for us? Figuring out, you know what I'm saying, what works for other people may not work for you. You know, so so for me as a man, I feel like my role, the, the main role, you're going to be a provider. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's my main role is to be provide and take care of my family and to be a protector. So mm-hmm. those two, they that never changes. You know, providing a protector, you know, family-oriented, that that's always going to be at the top. Now all the other stuff, like the more you can do, the better. But again, mm-hmm. you don't want to put too much on your shoulders if you know y'all both working. You just want to be a balance. I want to balance each other off. That's just the way I look at it. Yeah, I always thought, you know what I'm saying. And seeing my dad and my mom, my dad was always a provider. He went out his way. He yeah. sacri- he sacrificed a lot of his social uh, time to you know to go work out of town so we can have things and stuff like that. And I used to see my mm-hmm. dad go be out of town for like two weeks. Just so right. we can have a, a a child a good childhood growing up. So he did a lot of sacrificing. So you know, providing and you know what I'm saying, protecting also you know is is vital. You know what I'm saying to having you know a a healthy relationship because I think that I'm not I don't want to speak for you, uh, Renee, but I think for a man, you know, you want that you want your female to to be comfortable to know that she has a man out there that's working hard, that's providing. And that's putting them first, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I seen from my dad. I seen, I seen him put us first, put my mom first before him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He'll, he'll he used to come straight from work and then go straight to baseball practice and coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, he didn't really go hang out with his homeboys and and all that at the time and stuff. He really was, you know what I'm saying, about us. And I think as far as having a healthy relationship, you know, I think that female. You know, to stop all those, you know, the arguing and the bickering, she wants to see her man out there, you know, trying to do the best that he can. Not sitting around playing PlayStation all the time and, you know what I'm saying, have a little contractor. I'm not knocking it, but having a little job that they get laid off every now and then and just going through life as it is. I mean, I completely agree with you in the sense to where, I mean, most men do think it's a part of providing, but it's. One of the biggest things, which, again, is a part of a healthy relationship with communicating is you both agree to be in a partnership. So you effectively have to make sure that you make efforts in the relationship, not just one of the others. I completely agree mm. with that. Um, Stacy well, said, what happens when a woman does not need providing by financially, but spiritually and emotionally? Um, so, Stacy, that is me. <laughs> that question is me. So for me, the biggest thing is like um, when a woman does not need providing financially, it's more. And, and, the, and I do. My partner knows that I do need to be attended to spiritually and emotionally. And there has to be investment into the relationship. So to me, what I think it does in so many ways, it helps. I feel like and y'all can let me know if I'm wrong with this. It helps the man to know it kind of relieves a little bit of pressure, a little bit of pressure, because even though you're the provider, you know, she's not going to add that extra stress to you into 
being able to do things within the household. Like it's absolutely because to me, like when I go to work, my money will be my husband's money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's what we do as a unit. It's mm-hmm. not going to be just like because I go to work and da da da. Of course, you know we're gonna have discussions in case like if there's a difference in how financially responsible we are, that's different. For but sure. in this situation, essentially, I think that the partner and I and I do feel what happens often in the case, which is probably why I think I've been more single than in a relationship is because I don't need that financial support. Mm. I feel like some men have to work harder because you're not stimulating me financially. Mm. You're stimulating me with things that don't cost. Yeah, true. And I like that because you know what? Some men do think that they can buy their love with the the finances and, you know, they're stimulating them financially, but mentally, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Ken, what you got? I see you. Finna- I see you. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. I got this. This is a good one. Uh, Stacy, I appreciate that one, man. That's a good question right there. But uh, what I feel like is most men, when they have they meet a woman that's financially stable, mm. they kind of get intimidated or they back away from their challenge mm, yeah. because they don't know. They like, well, damn, she don't need me. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing I can do for her. And then they're not understanding that, like I say, for myself, there's a lot of other things that you can do to make yourself valuable to that woman. It doesn't have to. I mean, you may have make good money, but she may be on a totally different tier than you. So mm-hmm. it's like, but you feel like because she's making three figures or whatever and you only making make 50,000, like she ain't going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But it's how you carry yourself. You have to have confidence in yourself knowing that, hey, you know, I, I know what I bring to the table as a man. Because there are certain things that still she may make those figures, but there's still certain things that she can't do. She don't want to go outside and cut her grass. She don't want to go outside and, you know, wash her car. She don't want to go outside and get her oil changed. So there are certain things that even if that woman makes that type of money, I'm going to make myself feel value to her. Like, hey, hey, baby, I got you. I'm going to go ahead and wash your car for you today. Hey, mm-hmm. baby, I'm going to go and cut the grass. On top of the job. So if I have a $50,000 job, all that extra stuff that I'm doing, that just didn't boost me up to the 90000 yeah. because I'm doing all that on a daily basis. Yeah, true that. I like I like what you said. One time you said, uh, like your girl, your wife, she hasn't pumped gas in like like a long time and stuff like that or whatever. I think you said on the on the page, like my girl ain't oh, pumped yeah. gas in so long and stuff like that. And and I think like, you know, as a man, those little things do add up, like you said. Yeah. Those little yeah. things do add up and um, you know, a real I'm not gonna say a real female, but you know, a female she'll appreciate that. She'll appreciate the small things. No, I mean say it, a real female. I'm gonna be honest because I'm like, you can go buy me Fendi and all that red bottoms at the end of the day, but that's not what at least for me, that's not what's gonna have a long, sustainable relationship. It's just it's a materialistic aspect. You want something that's deeper, you want a deeper connection with your partner. And for me, I mean, the day, you know, I don't have to pump my gas anymore. That's going to be amazing because I hate going to the gas station. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's like, I'm no not going to I don't want to do it. I'm like, dang. Y'all okay. always don't eat. And then when somebody say, you don't eat, you be like, oh, I know my car. I know I'm my car. I don't get to eat. I get to a quarter of a tank. And I'm like, oh, dang, I got to go do this real quick. Okay. Like, I hate it. Oh, you trick, you trick your man or your husband. Like, oh, babe, you can take my car. He get in the car like, God damn, she don't got no gas. I got to go get gas and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, as far as uh, the second question that we was going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, which the main thing, uh, not the main thing, but one of the questions was like define a wife. So, I mean, we was we had this question. I mean, we was talking about this before we went on and stuff, and we were saying how we both can answer it and stuff. And um, Ken, you're married. I'm married, and uh, 
uh, Miss Renee, you're a domestic uh, housewife. Um, so I'm in a relationship. Domestic domestic relations, single housewife. Um, I got all the wife duties. Just I'm not married. It's and and there's no fault to my partner. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. All right. So guys, say chill out. You know. I I, I was Renee on here. long before I met him. So he probably. So guys, you see Renee on here. Don't try to shoot your shot. Um. Don't try to. Don't try to come in the comments because I'm not gonna post the comments on there. But. Um, Renee, can you define a wife in your best abilities in today's age? So, to me, ooh, so in today's society, it's so hard to say because everything is influenced by social media, unfortunately. And the things, and and, and social media, I said social media, social media is kind of, in so many aspects, is sexualized because of the music we listen to and, you know, TikTok and Instagram and things of that sort. And then, you know, and then, I mean, honestly, the short version of it is like, you know, a lady in the streets, freaking the sheets kind of thing. You know, I really do think about that. But it really, again, what defines a wife, because I feel a lot of the relationships that we see today are things that you don't take the time to actually get your partner to get to know your partner, you're just quickly getting to it because y'all cute and y'all make posts that are cute and y'all like, okay, I'm attracted to him. And then you're in the relationship and then you realize like, I don't really like this person, but I'm married to him, you know, Mm. and things of that sort. So Mm. I think today what defines a wife is a genuine, truly authentic connection because I don't think we make the work. We do the work to actually make a genuine connection with that person. You know, so to me, that's what I think a definition of a wife is. I mean, like having to cook and clean and take care of the kids on stuff. Mind you, I'm not opposed to that. But Mm -hmm. I know that's not the mindset because where we are today and how my generation was raised, those were natural core values. That's not what's often taught in today's because most of our kids today are being raised off of TikTok. Okay. So Shamanika Moses, she says she's cooked, she cleans, she takes care of home, can pick up her husband when he falls. I think yes. that's true, too. But in today's age, a lot of women are working just as many hours as the husband. So, I mean, uh, I seen a post, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homie. I forgot his name because I've been drinking and I've been having jello shots. But he made a post about if the man is providing... Um, for the female, I think emotionally and all that type of stuff, that she should make him a sandwich three o'clock in the morning if he asks for it. And even though I understand what the post was, I don't think a typical man is gonna wake up three o'clock in the morning and say, "Hey, babe, yeah. go, go make me a sandwich." You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't like that part of it. But um, as far as like for a wife, what I, you know, what I'm saying, define as a wife because I respect your answer. You know, uh, and this is not an opinionated show, but I just want to chime in on your answer is um, I like like comfort and peace. And like Shamanika says, you know, somebody who can respect me and can pick me up, you know, emotionally if I'm down, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, have my back on a lot of things, because some to be honest with you. A, a lot of young guys need to understand you hanging out with your homeboys and I might go off a topic a little bit, but you're hanging out with your homies. And to be honest with you, your girl that you're leaving by herself is going to be the go be the main person that's going to have your back. 
You know what I'm saying? When it comes all fall down, your homies is not going to be there for you. It's really going to be your, your home, your, your girlfriend that's going to help you out if you're broke or if you need some assistance or if you need a ride and all that. So I know I, I know I steered off a little bit, but as far as a wife, uh, I just want comfort, peace, and somebody who's going to respect me and have my back and, you know, and, and motivate me when I'm, when I'm down and stuff like that. You know, peace and comfort is, is a main thing. You know, when I come home for work and it's just the family's there and it's just a peaceful and it's a calm setting, that's everything for me. So, but what do you think, Ken? Man, for me, uh, to define a wife, I think she's pretty much the ultimate teammate. I mean, Facts. I play sports, so to me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to make an analogy out of the sports. Mm. I mean, someone that's unselfish, you know, that player that doesn't mm. need all the praise, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they don't need to score 20 points a game and be like, this my mm. team. The person that's just getting the rebounds, that's doing the dirty work. Like but at that. the end of the day, that you know that, that she got your back. When I go on the court, I know I can depend on her. So for me, a wife is just somebody that I know that I can put all my trust in and I can depend on. I can she could be that shoulder to lean on. She's a Draymond uh, Green. <laughs> Draymond Green, bro. Like she doesn't have to be that superstar. Yeah. You know, she knows she's my rock. And yeah. she hasn't, she don't have to go out and, and tell the world that, hey, that's my man. I do this for him. She don't have to do that. So mm. the ultimate team player, the person that puts family first, you know, my husband first. Mm. You know, so that to me is what defines a wife to me. And but in this age, I feel like, man, a lot of people just want to be that Kevin Durant. They want to go join the super team. Yeah, they you know, they don't out. they don't want to stick it out. They don't want to, you know what I'm saying, fight for it. They yeah. want it the easy route. So that's in today's climate. I feel like, you know, too many women, when it ain't how they want it, when they want it, they shoot and induce to you. They saying, hey, yeah. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're not right. willing to grind with that man. You know what I'm saying? If he falls down, if he has a setback, I'm going to stay there with you. I'm going to ride it out with you. They're not doing that. I think that's true what you said, that somebody that's not selfish, that's that's the ultimate teammate, that if you fall, she's there to have your back and, yeah. and you know, keep, keep with you. If you lose your job, she's not saying, oh. You don't yeah, have no yeah. job. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's there yeah. with you and she's she's and helping me, you find a job or something like that. So let me also add this. I didn't add this. Someone that's gonna be there, your biggest cheerleader to motivate you, to pick you up. Yeah, I mean, fact. because if a man falls down, bro, we so prideful, man. Mm. You know, my thing is I I've been told this that I'm prideful. But mm. it's not that I'm prideful in a bad way, it's prideful that I've always wanted to be that one to take care of my family. Like I didn't want to be that guy that have to ask somebody. You know, I've always tried to figure it out myself. Yeah. You know, so for me, you know, be that woman that say, baby, you know what? You got this. You, you've you done excellent things, baby. You can do this. Mm -hmm. And then that that triggers you. That triggers your mind to say, you know what? I can do this. Mm -hmm. But if you have the opposite to a woman like, oh, nigga, you sorry. You know, you need to go get a job. Nigga, you can't pay it. You know what I'm saying? If you got that. Mm -hmm. you're not gonna you're gonna lose self you're gonna start doubting yourself mm -hmm. like damn you know shit I, that's I not healthy <laughs> and that's not healthy bro that's so what ends up happening you start to lose yourself and while you're losing yourself you become somebody that that's not really you you know mm -hmm. you start snapping off at her you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. Cussing, you know and that's just not your personality but because she didn't bring you down so long it's like somebody keep pushing you pushing you pushing you eventually you're gonna fight back yeah, like you're you gonna say something that's just not you. I mean, like motherfucker, I'm tired of this shit. It, it's just gonna come out, bro. So, I mean, that's I don't want to go too far on it, but that's 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 what I got for you. That leads yeah. to another point, but I'm not even gonna get on that. 
you oh, say at least please. another point. What I mean, what because well, to me, like when because so what he was saying, like again, like we've had this conversation in the past about you know about the woman getting onto a man and man getting onto woman. I always say that when it comes to relationships, a lot of the things that we enact or portray on our apartment uh, on our partners are things that are self-inflicted they come from sometimes a place of trauma so to speak so you're wanting this person to live up to this expectation because somebody else didn't live it up to you which whether it be a absence of the father mother not being present things of that sort so for me it's like you have to be able to work from a place of grace especially i feel like within the black community of what we've been through that um you have to have a place of grace. Like you have to like the, and then I, unfortunately I always joke that even though I give Ken a hard, like hard time when we be joking about stuff and I am a huge advocate for black men, also us black women. Like I know we haven't had either, but I felt like I feel those though, like especially in today's society, men are born with certain levels of pressure placed upon them in general, just coming out the womb. Mm. Everything is against you because of the color of your skin. Nice. And I'm what glad you, you have to do. That too. And then, and then in addition to that, you know, like the, the advancement and things that have been in place. Yeah. Where, you know, black women, we getting our degrees, we coming up making six figures, like we getting all that. And, you know, Kim was like, well, the black man's getting left behind. And I'm like, it's not so much that the black man's getting left behind. We got to readjust our mindsets. So like ladies, when that man, he has a good job and he making $60,000 a year and he's taking care of the household. You can't look down on him because he making $60,000 and you making 120 because that man going to hold you down probably more than that man who was making 200,000. So I think like there's a lot of pressure and I do agree within the black community. We all need therapy as as it is. I like what you said. I like what you said too, because a lot of people underestimate the pressure of a black man in America. You know, it's even if you even if that black man has a good job, it's politics. It's politics mm-hmm. for that man to keep that job. It's politics for that man that's getting passed up over for that supervisor job that he's been busting his ass to get and stuff like that. So as far as a black man, yeah, it is stressful out there. And I like to advise the young teens out there, the black males out there to, you know, if you could avoid the streets, yeah, uh, avoid the streets, please do not go to jail because they will use that against you. They will use that felony against you to Mm -hmm. say, hey, we don't want to promote you or we don't want to hire you because you have that felony instead of using what they really want to use, which is the color of your skin. But yes, you are correct. As far as the pressure of a black man in America, it is it, it's a lot. And I think a lot of people overlook that and stuff like that. But, and also you say it with therapy and yes, I have mental health shows on here a lot because I think that as far as the black community, we were sleeping on, you know, therapists and mental health and getting help because a lot of us like to cry and come on Facebook, you know, for our, for our therapy, you know, yeah. and really people are just going to laugh worst at case, you. And, and, and talk, yeah. They're going to give you the worst advice. They're going to talk, about you um, in their inbox with their friends instead of you really going to a therapist. And let me slide this in. If y'all do need a therapist, I know a couple good therapists. You can inbox me. I will help y'all out. I will definitely um, tell you who you need to go to if you need a therapist. Black or white, it doesn't matter. I got you on both. Male or female, I have you on both. But um, uh, Renee, let's chime in on that. Why do you think that um, 
we need therapy. I think that we need therapy because if you think about systemically what we've been through with our ancestors, it like and unfortunately for us, it goes way back to just what we're currently what we're currently going through. If you think about it, everything is meant to push us down. And if you look even like because of what's been against us and the if you look at like the animosity we have within our culture, light skin versus dark skin, men and women like, you know, the baby mamas, which I know is in every aspect. It's just it's just like how we idolize stuff, how much rappers and things of like that are glorified. It's just like mm. we're we're doing we're basically I feel like when you look at society, more people are looking out trying to find something to clutch on and grab onto when it's like you got to do the work to address the trauma cuz we all have level of trauma that we've been through and in, and then I feel like I feel like no one can actually say that because what has happened to us historically has never actually been rectified. If that makes it sense. Hasn't. It's never been rectified. It hasn't. Hadn't been rectified. So it's just like, it's like, so we're, we're coming in and it's just like, even when you go into the work culture and to the, to the work setting and of a corporate environment, we got to put on a mask almost, you know what I'm saying? Like we got to, we can't be like the way I go talk to my mom or one of my friends, even like how we're talking now, you know, um, we can't have that, that level of layer. And honestly, it's because of how We've been conditioned when you look at historically when it came to slavery, like we was talking about, you know, they they mentioned certain things that happened and how slave owners will go in and do emasculating things between, you know, their stronger slaves to try to break them down, use them as cattle to help breed and go into the cottons and pick and make, you know, it's just it's just so much stuff. But when it came to it, like we didn't really start seeing real advancement until Martin Luther King. Which is not that long ago. It's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there is history because the thing is, the way our parents raised us, you know, they wanted better for us, but there was also that sense of survival that we couldn't, that we also have to have. Like we were raised with a sense we got to survive, we got to do what we need to do. That is true. Um, now, uh, let's uh, let, let's keep it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's keep it on the same subject. As far as um, um, like, should expectations be established at the beginning of a relationship? Like, and I think that um, I really want to start off with something before we lead to that because I posted something about uh, lust and love, and so my whole point was, if y'all can hear me out, this is my whole point. So I posted about lust and love, and does it create a lot of single parent households? And I think. And what I tried to get to was what happens is a lot of people get together and, you know, within a week or so, you know, they're having sex, you know what I'm saying? And and they're lusting for each other. And then, you know, things happen. They might have a baby and such and such. And then they really start mentally getting to know each other after, you know, a certain amount of time or what this person likes, what they dislike. And then they find out like, you know, I don't really like this person, you know, (laughs) you know, we had sex, we had a baby, but, you know, mentally wise, getting to know this person better. I don't like this person. I don't like, you know, they don't have goals. They don't have dreams or they like to do this. They don't like that. But you didn't find that out because you was too busy lusting, Mm -hmm. you know, so, uh, and I think, and the expectations, so I'm going to lead to this, the expectations of a relationship was never established you know, you never talked about, you know, what do you want in life? What's your, what even your favorite color? You were just going out, having sex and having a good time. And then it led to this. So I think it gets slept on 
So that's what I said. Should expectations be established at the beginning of a relationship? Go ahead, Ken. I'll let you go first. Go first. Oh, man. Uh, This this one here, this is a real good one as well. I mean, every question so far has been real good. Um, I definitely believe that you need to date with intention. You know, when you're talking to a woman, I don't just talk to any woman. I'm not going to just lay with any woman. You know, whatever woman I choose to date or talk to, I have intention to marry. So, I mean, that's just me as I got older. Now, when you're mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, 17, 18 years old, I feel like at that time you want to play. You really don't <laughs> care. You're just trying to, you know what I'm saying, do what you can do. But you but can't comes, find that person at that age, though. You, you still can't. Can, you can't. Can. No, 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 no. And uh, don't get me wrong. It happens, but it's it, rare. It happens, it's, but it's, it's, it's wise. Yeah, yeah. Percentages are, you know, it happens. But <laughs> like I said, it's very rare. Not to uh, interrupt you. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, oh, no, no problem. No problem, bro. But I'm saying, so for me. I believe that, you know, you definitely need to set the expectation, but it all depends on how you moving. You know what I'm saying? What you what you have in your heart. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's just your mind that you just want to go into it to just, you know, I just want to hit that. Mm. I mean, you're not looking to set no expectations and you're not going to ask the right questions. You're going to present your best version of yourself to that woman. Sure. So for me, I'm like, bro, you know, it depends on where you at in mindset wise, where you at in growth. I mean, and, it, and that just depends on the person, man. You know, I I I got, I made some mistakes, bro. I ain't gonna lie we to all, you. We all have. We all. I made didn't do. I didn't do it right. So therefore, I mean, I'm speaking from a place of experience. We all. Uh, I, I am too. Yeah. So when I when I go when I went forward to when I got married, I was dating with intention, like I wasn't looking for nothing. Okay. But if, if whatever it was that found me, it had to find me at a place, dog. That May was gonna say, man. This woman had to just knock knock the shit out the wall because mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for nothing, but it just happened to find me. It found me because she did all the right things, bro. She she she, she the one thing about me and anybody that knows me, I'm all about my kids. So she put that first. She didn't put Kendrick first. She got to my children. She loved on my kids. Mm-hmm. You get to the kids, you get to the heart, man. Yeah, if you care about my children, <laughs> yeah. I know you're gonna care about me. Facts, and, though. And so that was something that touched my heart yeah, that yeah. fact that the way she loved on my children so mm. then it was i never dated with the intent to say okay well i just want to i just want to knock up you know knock knock up boots <laughs> I, you know i'm old when i'm saying knocking yeah. boots but <laughs> yeah, no i mean so i i went into saying i want to get to know her you know what i'm saying yeah. we would just sometimes just sit and talk like bro we would sit and talk and just get to know each other man and, and the honesty and like i said when the hard times come you got to lean on them conversations yeah. But if you don't put in the work, bro, it, people say, you know, marriage is not a job. That's bullshit. It is a job. Every day you got to clock in and put in work. You cannot come into a marriage thinking it's going to be easy. Marriage is for marriage is not for the weak, bro. If you yeah. weak and you yeah. and you and if it's like me and you play baseball. I remember your dad would make us do bunny hops and duck yeah. walk. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you was like, man, this shit hurt, man, I'm done. Uh huh then you shouldn't even play this sport because there are going to be times that's going to push you to that limit. I got to know that you can do it. And in a marriage, bro, you got to know it's not going to always be, you know, easy times. It's going to be some hard times. And yeah. as long as I know you in with me, with me, bro, we can, we can make it. But if you just going to quit, then, then I, you know, I wave up my hands, bro. Yeah. Some of these questions, I mean, these comments are like what Shane said. He said, lust can lead to an unhealthy relationship. 
Jess Dahl said you have to be authentic with your uh, with yourself on intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, from Holly, when a man love, um, yes, when a man love your kids, that's definitely big. Oh, she's speaking on the female part. Okay, I'm All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shane G with being transparent from the start can show you um, who you really are. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think uh, and Ken, we was talking about as far as like, okay, so you're establishing. You know, whatever you want at the beginning of your relationship. Right. And we was also talking about how mentally you're learning that person and really mentally, I mean, when you love somebody mentally, that lasts longer than physical, you know what I'm saying? Because you get old. You get in your 40s, you get in your 50s, and she might have, she might not have that butt no more. She might not have those those tits and, and, the, and the smooth skin you like. She didn't got older, so right. I mean, Mentally wise, that's gonna. That's why you see a lot of couples. I mean, our generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, older generation. They're together for forty years, thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Because mentally, you know what I'm saying. That chemistry. They built that chemistry up, and you know that's what kept them together. Then when you see that chick, like, damn, she got a fat ass, but her yeah. attitude messed up. But right. I'm still gonna stay with her because she got that fat ass. You know what I'm saying? And his homeboy, like, oh yeah, I wouldn't let that go. But she's right. toxic as hell. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that don't last. That can lead to jail or windows getting broken and everything so we sleep on a lot of people sleep on getting to actually know that person man and i was telling you like at the like when i was younger i mean you know what i'm saying before i got married it, it i wasn't trying to learn them mentally and i was messing and like being in from the north end like i was saying a lot of chicks i was messing with they can give me a run with a fade one or they 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 weren't scared to fight no man true they <laughs> They'll get out there in the paint with you, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, <laughs> mentally wise, I didn't want to. I didn't want to know them mentally or whatever. Yeah, right, but, right, right, right. Like you know, but it's it is it is very important when you right. you know you fall in love with that person mentally, and then the physical part is just whatever because you know, I yeah. mean, you don't you look past that, you know. what I'm saying you like that person for what they are, you know. what I'm saying regardless if they got a fat ass or not, you know. what I'm saying you love them for what they are because mentally. And you know what I'm saying the personality is just gonna keep you there and stuff like that. So we definitely, a lot of people definitely, you know, I think that lust, that lust is just so strong that they just overlook the mental part and they be like, oh, she's so fine and 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 all that and stuff. And I think you know bro, it's just it's just killer, man. I got one for you, dog. I got one for you, bro. Okay, like you're talking about that lust. I mean, to me, when we break this thing down, man. Chemistry is so important. Like when you, you know, I understand. I'm not, you know, to me, sex is definitely important in any relationship. But the chemistry is what makes the sex. Like Mm -hmm. chemistry is what makes it love. Because, I mean, you can take a woman that you have good chemistry with and it can be awesome. But that lust, that lust going to get you in trouble because you get into that thing. And just because you wanted it so bad, it may not be what you thought it was going to be because you don't even know her. You don't know yeah. shit about her. Don't know how she's moving. And once you really get that opportunity, then you're like, man, what the fuck? You gonna you gonna lay a dude <laughs> down, bro? You gonna lay yeah. a dude down? Hey, and, good. I I wanna look what were you talking about? So yeah, you talking about love? So love love makes you put the time in. Love makes you sprinkle like the the roses around the bed and the candles, yeah, and the and and the and the music. Now, yeah. Renee, uh-huh. do y'all? I mean, is that important for y'all? I mean, it's those details. Does women these days do they y'all still want the roses around the bed and the 
or do y'all be like, uh-uh, just give it, okay. give it to me, baby. So, so the one thing my partner with me is that, like, it's it's not the lavish stuff. It's not the lavish stuff at all. It's the little things. Like, if you know what type of coffee I like. Like, you know, so, like, to me, like, because to me, especially when it comes to, like, you know, things within the bedroom, yeah, you know, we all going in there for, you know. Pleasure pleasure yes yeah and so for me it's like you know one thing about like connection like you said clint to me co- to me connecting is not a sexual to me it's not just a sexual thing not just a sexual thing so to me for me to connect my partner there is nothing more sexier that turns me on that like if my man want to do something and he don't want me to get no pushback we mentally have to be connected so when that when that moment comes and you know and it's in the bedroom so to speak yes those little things do make a do make a, a a huge thing. Not every night, but every so often, making it special. Like when I get the, mm-hmm. the rose petal, not me. I don't believe in killing, you know, flowers. So you can give me some chocolate. You can give me some wine. <laughs> okay. You know, you can give me some sea salt in a bath with some like lavender essential oils, okay. some rosemary okay. rose petals, like things like that. Yes, but um, like dried rose petals, like herbs. I don't, I don't, I don't want to kill an innocent rose for no reason. But um, okay. no. it's just like those things to me mean way more. And even if you can't cook and you decide that, babe, I want to make you dinner tonight, I'll make you breakfast. Mm. Those things, like, it turns me on. It gets me going, you know? It's just yeah. like, it, it gets the, I don't be impressed, yeah. but you know, it's like the juice is flowing. Like, you're just like, oh, yes, come. You know what I'm saying? Like, those things to me are the things I was I receive way more than you bringing me a bag. Okay. So, so do you think, like, a lot of guys, they don't focus on the little things? No, they don't. And, and the thing is, like, and the one thing I always say, like, um, in a relationship that's hard today is because it's like my mom was like, she said, look, when you get in a relationship, if the man is not crazier about you than you are about him, not like me and I'm not attracted to him. She's like, then he's not the one. Mm. Meaning if that man is not really going to put in an effort to you in the relationship, he's not the one for you because one who is into he's going to work to know what it's going to take to make the wife happy in the relationship like that happy life happy wife that is not a joking statement that is a real statement and at the same time ladies we are not we are not in any way exempt for also catering to our man now rubbing feet and stuff don't ask me to do that i don't do feet but i mean it's just like there's certain aspects of relationship just like with the you know the question about the expectations in a relationship to me i feel like there's two parts to that when you get into a relationship with someone and you set your expectations, how much work have you done to get to know your partner? And in mm-hmm. addition to that, how much work has your partner done on themselves? Because this person could have these expectations, they want a relationship, but they could come in completely damaged. So like you getting someone with baggage, mm-hmm. you know, like trauma, um, mm-hmm. they've been in scar relationships, you know, you got to worry, like, did you do the work at the end of the day before I set these expectations to you? So for me, it's like, I know that this is what this person has going on with them. And these are the expectations they have, but is it coming from a realistic place or is it coming from a place from a past experience? I like that because um, when you say like expectations in a relationship, who is it that's asking you from asking you for these expectations where come and in for you, when you coming at me at the same, the same thing for me, it's like, 
you want, I'm going to give you my expectations. Question me. Make sure you know me well enough. Like it goes both ways. Not me, you know, the man versus woman. We both got to make sure. And in that case, it's like, you know, these are the expectations I have. And then you got to be open from where those expectations are grounded, that those expectations are going to change because I don't care what anybody say. Just like the world continues to rotate and evolve, we have to rotate and evolve. Our partner has to rotate and evolve. We both have to grow. So those expectations are going to change. So what I might have had in the beginning of our relationship as expectations, we got to come back. We got to have date night. We got to communicate. We got to revisit those expectations consistently on a basis to go because they are going to change. Go ahead, Kim, my bad. Nah, I I was going to mess with you real quick. I said, you said your mama told you that, right? So my daddy told me this. My daddy said, son, don't go with the woman that you love. Go with the woman that love you. So, I mean, I mean, that's what my old man told me. Okay. okay. But, but, you, so, but you know how to make her fall for you to love you? You got to be crazy about her for her to love you back. No, but what he was saying was <laughs> this, though. But let me tell you what he was saying. Okay. See, he was saying, you know, the woman that you love, you're going to be crazy about her that you're going to do so much for her to make her feel good. But she ain't loving you. But the woman that love you going to go the extra mile for you. The woman mm-hmm. that love you, what you saying? I ain't rubbing no feet. That woman that love you going to rub them feet. The woman that love you gonna do them things. I'm gonna let you to the moon and back. That's the like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's what my old man told me. And I'm still like, I can't do the feet. You know, he's gonna love me just the same. It's like just the hypophobia. You know what I'm saying? But you want, want you want him to rub your feet though. No, I don't. I don't touch my feet. Don't touch my feet. We all got our quirks now. We not perfect. No, we okay. not. We not, we not Amy, Amy said men doing the uh, little things are as good as foreplay. Yes. Yes, Amy. <laughs> like, no, my favorite type of wine. My favorite type of wine is yes. only is only $8.49. At total wine because I just bought some. This is like my favorite South Australia. Know my little things. Like the things I like, it's a great wine. Don't think because it's cheap, it's a cheap mm-hmm. wine. It's not people. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, know those little things. And like all of these lavish gifts, you could be, I'm not saying save so much money, but you're getting a stronger connection on things that are more meaningful than costly. Okay. Martin says she likes she I like the way she speaks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, thank uh, you, Martin. Know she got a fan. Um <laughs> Uh, love will make you do it all, Miss Sonny said. It will. It will. Um, yeah, and and you know what? The little things matter for a guy as well. I mean, now nah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Some guys don't pick up on the little things. That I'm gonna be honest with you. Some guys probably do not pick up on the little things, but the little things matter. Uh, definitely for me, you know. Uh, like if I come home and. I mean, like, you know what I like to eat or something like that or, you know, just little things. Or like you said, the wine or something like that. So, if, you know, you're talking to, you know, your wife, you come home and wife didn't already fixed you a drink. Like, Ken, whatever you drinking, you know, you and your wife had a conversation and and you're like, yeah, baby, been a long day. And you come home, boom, it's a, it's a couple of such and such right then and there and stuff like yeah. that. I think like the little things matter because it let us know that you care, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah. And, like we go back to you not being selfish, you thinking about us and you you actually listening to us and, and, right, right. and, and you're studying us and that but, definitely matters. So. But you know what that also means, Floyd? What everybody has to understand while we sitting up here and we're like, well, he not doing this or she not doing that. You got to communicate. It's not going to make it any less sexy. Be like, you know, 
oh, babe, you know, I think this would be more meaningful or this would turn me on if we did this or babe, you know, I really like this thing. Like you actively, it's, it's literally like when you go into a job, most jobs, you get training. So technically in a relationship, I'm not saying you got to get trained, but there's questions that you ask. And by actively asking questions to your partner, you're able to be able to fill in those things. So moving forward, you're not going to have to go back because you've had that discussion. And as time grows and things and you learn more about your partner, literally everything is like a Q&A or it's like a search and answer kind of thing. You have to be able to communicate because if we go through trying to assume what we think somebody would like until we actually know them, that's where we do more misses than we actually do on hits. Right. Yeah, well, true. And, you got and, you make a good point. You make a good point, Erica. Because I mean, I actually I think I had this conversation with my wife before, and it's kind of like you know you talk about past traumas and stuff like that. Like if I don't know something hurt on you, and I grab your arm and you say, "Oh, baby, I got a bruise right here," I didn't know that you had a bruise right there. So it's like you know how am I supposed to know what hurts you unless you tell me? And it's vice versa for a man. Like we don't know, a woman don't know what triggers us, what makes us happy unless we communicate that. And like I said, so I, I get it. I, I completely understand because I, I've been there before. And that part, it takes a, it's not easy to do. It's not, it, it takes a while. It's, it's like practice, like you say, you know what I'm saying? And having to take accountability. Like a lot of people don't like to hear things about themselves that's negative. Like you don't listen. You know, you, 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 know, you, you know I've heard that about myself sometimes. Like, you know, you listen to reply. And sometimes the biggest thing is just sometimes just to be quiet and let her talk. Mm-hmm. And let her tell you about yourself and then go do the work on yourself. Like, don't it's not going to happen overnight. But, you know, you constantly letting her know, baby, I'm paying attention to what you said about me. I'm, um, you know, I, I hear you. And, you know, a lot of people, when you tell them something about themselves, guess what they do, Floyd? They get What's defensive. That? They get defensive. They like, oh, who you? What? Then they start pointing the finger at the other person saying, but your ass do this. And the next thing you know, it's a big argument because right. it's like they don't want to hear nothing negative about themselves. And this is something I don't take credit for. This is something mm-hmm. that I was taught from my wife. I take no credit on this, bro, because, I mean, I wasn't this way. I, if we were to talk probably about two or three years ago, this wouldn't be me. I wouldn't even have this conversation. This wouldn't be something that I learned Yeah. because mm-hmm. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But because she told me this, she's like, you know, Kendrick, you know, when I tell you something about yourself, you get defensive. Mm-hmm. And I had to adjust that to say, you know what, when you tell me something that's not a pleasing to me, let me not go into defense mode, but let me go, listen to understand and how can I fix it? You and know, I think, and, and I think and that go go ahead, go ahead, Renee. And I was gonna say, and to piggyback off of that, what I think people don't think of is because we are so second nature and we can be so reactionary. How we communicate to our partner is to our success and our demise at the end of the day. Because the thing is, your partner might have well intentions, but they're just saying it. And because you're in a relationship and you guys been together, they're just like, oh, okay, well, I'm saying it. They're just going to receive it. And it's like, no, if you don't come to me, it's almost like love language, but instead of love language, it's communication style. Like I have to learn my partner's communication style. They have to learn my, my style as well. So it's like, you could have the best intentions, but if you don't communicate it in a way, because I think in certain aspects, people are so quick about just let me just get my point across real quick and then they're going to receive it We're in a relationship. It doesn't work that way. It's yeah. just like how if you, and it's kind of say like in the workplace, if you come in a very blunt, forced manner in the workplace, sometimes it's not received well. And the thing mm-hmm. is for me, I'm like, you have to think of your relationship as like something that is extremely precious and fragile. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. how you communicate is just like a newborn baby. And you're wanting that baby to grow and you're wanting it to, you know, to, to be, to be, uh, you, you're wanting it to thrive basically. So you're not going to sit there and you're not going to attack that baby. You're not going to say mean things to that baby. You're, not gonna you're going to want to nurture. You're going to want to see it grow. It's the same aspect in a relationship. So if you can't come to your relate, if you can't communicate to your partner in that same manner, you're going to hit more roadblocks than you're going to hit success. And I want to say as far as like what Ken said, as far as being like two, three years ago, he wouldn't have, you know, it, it he wouldn't have like grabbed that concept or whatever. And I think when you get with somebody and they, and they help you grow, that's very important because to be honest with you, a female can help you grow tremendously. You know what I'm saying? I remember at one point in my life, I wasn't thinking how I was thinking now. And like my wife helped me grow, go through stages. Just the growth has been incredible. If I was a single guy, I wouldn't have been. My mindset would be totally different. It would probably yeah. still be immature, to be honest with you. Um, but being with her, she helped me grow, you know what I'm saying? Mentally wise and stuff like that. Sometimes it's going to be a little annoying because like you like what Ken says, the accountability, when they tell you about something, you know what I'm saying? That kind of. uh uh, <laughs> my bad. But when they tell you about something, you know, you can get a little, you get a little mad about something, you know. But it's it's for good attentions. But I mean, you really want somebody that's gonna help you grow mentally wise. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna want the best for you. Um, so I, a lot of guys, we can, uh, we can take that as being annoying, or we can be like, man, she tripping and stuff like that. But you just gotta understand what they truly want and that's for you to be better and like yeah. and, and like we were saying like growth is very important because you know what I'm saying the mind state is everything they got a question that we coming to bro that's that's kind of lined up perfect with this so I'm just I'm just waiting that's, that's yeah, one is I'm, at, I'm like I'm ready yeah I'm ready I'm bro. Like, it lines bro, up perfect like, with this segment, clean up bro. just in case I need an answer yeah no nah, no nah, it, it lines up I mean he's he's doing it he's working it because it's, it's like, bro, everything is working like clockwork. It lines up right to the next second. Right? It got to be structured and everything. I see people in the comments. They're they're coming with each other. They're asking each other if they're married and stuff like that. And um, Sonny is asking Dana, uh, is she married? I, she is married, I believe. I don't want to give out nobody information if they don't want to. But, I mean, she's married or whatever, Sonny, if that's what you're asking. But um, Natasha said... Okay, I guess we could go into this. This is a question from the uh, from the audience, if you want to say that. Why do women love harder than men? Ah, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do women love harder than men? I don't know about that. Mm, I don't know. Man. I, can, I can understand <laughs> the aspect of this, though. Okay. Because if you think about with women, um, mm. we, are, we are, will always, and I say even if you don't have them, we will always have a stronger maternal aspect, a more nurturing aspect, because that's just like, it's, it's a part of biology, if it makes sense. It's part of biology. In addition to that, when we come into this world, what happens? You teach boys to go out, play with G.I. Joes and things of that sort, and that they have to be a provider. Women were raised to go home and play with baby dolls and be caretakers and nurturers. Like, it's, it's a whole part of, like, societal conditioning and a biological aspect of it so i think in so many aspects yes women do love harder because we can have a stronger emotional connection like you know when some guys will joke you know no offense i'm not trying to make any offenses to the lgb 
LGBT community, some guys will like, they won't talk to a female that's been in a relationship with another woman because there's a connection that cannot be broken because the, the connection between two women are stronger mentally than it is sexually versus between a man and a woman. So to me, it's like the thing is with men, we have to focus like if men could be on the same level on average, I'm not saying all men are not capable of this, but if every single man was capable of being able to connect with women more on a stronger mental level, yes, I can see where it'd be more of a 50-50 chance. But this is why I do feel that women do love harder than men. Now, in today's in today's society, if we go based on social media, okay, there's a lot of debate. There's a lot of debate. There's a lot that could be contested against it. It's all about getting money and buying me fancy things. things that sort of, but essentially, if you look at biologically and how we have been raised um, on a societal level, that is why women love men harder. I disagree. Okay. I I, I, I disagree. I'm going to say this. I mean, she, I think she's speaking more from the experiences of the guys that she dated. I mean, you can't put that that question on every man. Because I'm pretty sure there are some men that have been with a woman that they love way harder than she loved them. I mean, and it's case by case. It's a case by case situation. Uh, I know some men that shit, once they got in a relationship and a woman broke their heart, shit, they didn't never recover. And I know that woman, she didn't bounce back the next week with another dude. <laughs> so don't give me that shit. Don't give me that bullshit. Because the dude, he still ain't got his life together. And a woman, she ain't already didn't got a new dude in the crib. Mm. That's bullshit. That that question that she answered, why do men? Why do men I, that's we, a bullshit question because disagree. it's not true. It's not true we because it's a case. Disagree on this because Ken, I, when you, no, I no, 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 listen, and I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to fit anybody. When you look on the same level to me, when it comes to women loving men hearted, a real easy thing for me. You meet a woman who has several children. It is harder for her to get into a more successful, committed relationship. You mean a dude like Future, Nick Cannon, all of them, and I'm not even trying to do status because there's some dudes on lower level that have all of these kids and it's easy and they end up finding the right one, so to speak. But it's, I think it's because at the end of the day, it was the amount of work being done. But when it comes to women, women naturally, we're more maternal. Men are not as, are not uh, as maternal when it comes to children. Naturally, you can have, hey, Erica. Y'all can have out, man. I I I wave the white flag. I don't have nothing to say on that one. Agree to disagree on that one. I, uh, me personally, I think every relationship I've been in, I was I loved hard. I mean, you know, yeah, I, 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 I loved hard. Tell me, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Hi>. What? <laughs> did I miss something? Hey, hey, boy, did I, did the boy miss something? Dang. Tommy Keys, I'm sorry. He said, I, I, mean, I wasn't expecting it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Tommy Keys. You got Tommy. How many kids you got, Tommy? Tommy Keys going in. How many kids you got, Tommy? Hey, hey, I was going to say something too, but uh, my boy, uh, my boy King Relford, he said, don't let your zodiac sign determine the way you are and stuff like that. And so I, before he posted that, I was going to say, 
I loved hard because I'm a cancer and I, <laughs> cancers is emotional, but I didn't want to say that, but I'm saying it now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a free spirit, so I shouldn't even be in a relationship. I'm a Gemini. Then we're going to go that way. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. All right. But anyway, let's, let's not talk about the Zodiac. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I don't, I don't even know a Zodiac sign on, on a female. Like, I mean, I mean, I never asked that question. Like, hey, what zodiac sign are you? Right, right. I don't even. <laughs> I, me personally, I don't get into like, is a Gemini crazy or is it a Leo no, crazy and stuff like that. I I never I'm went real by that. Most people don't even know I'm a Gemini. Yeah, so I don't even go by that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Now, Ken, I know you. I know you didn't probably met some crazy. I forgot you said you meant. Uh, you said something, but I, I don't do. You know. I don't. Hey, we we not gonna even talk about it. But let's just say, I mean, I don't believe in it, but it, there is some truth to it. Like there's, a, like I say, for instance, you know, what I'm saying you meet somebody and it said certain things about, just say a Gemini, and then you'd be like, when you date a chick, you'd be like, man, that is kind of that girl, or that is how she be acting. So I'm saying certain things, it has some truth to it. But ultimately, like you Virgo, decide. Say Virgos are Leos. Mm-mm. Huh? Now, male Gemini, I won't date Virgos or Leos. Why? Why, Erica? Why won't you date a Virgo or Gemini? Or whatever. I just say, no, never mind. We, let me, I'm getting oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody says she's lying. She's crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I will go fix you a glass of wine before I really sit here and argue with you. Okay. I just said, hey, I'm not gonna. I, 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 you know how they say you plead the fifth. Them Gemini's. I have nothing to say about Gemini's, man. I just don't have nothing to say. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Kelvin. Kelvin said he hating on me. I don't know he what. what mean. I don't know who was hating. Oh, yeah. I don't hear what his sign is. Okay. Oh, Erica. Okay. Erica's hating on you. Huh? <laughs> All right. Okay. Me. So, uh, oh, okay. So, okay. So, man, we was talking about this. We chimed in, but we kind of jumped off, and I wanted to talk about it. Okay. And can you send me a video? <laughs> that video was dope. I ain't gonna ask a dope video. Hey, hey, bro. I was you asking know, if you could turn the comments on. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't saying that now. Hey, hey, Floyd. The crazy thing about that, bro, is I had that conversation like prior to seeing the video. And mm-hmm. it's like, cause I went to counseling. I went, I did all this type of stuff on myself. Okay. And the, the lady had asked me, like, hey, what do you, you know, you know, do you want love or respect? And it oh. was crazy that I seen a video. Oh, so you seen you, you yeah. got asked that before? Okay, all right. I got asked that question before, and and the, and the question was the way I answered it was like I just want respect. Like I don't, you know. And then for me to hear some other guy that I don't even know, and then I, like I said, I talked to a lot of my uncles and I talked to a lot of old guys. You know, I'm one of them type of people that feed. I don't have a problem with getting information from an older man. Somebody in their 80s and 70s. I seek that. I I yeah. love it. As a matter of fact, there is, and that's I think that's a, probably a gap in the generation too. But I will talk about that. Is they don't like to take information from an older person. I love getting that. I love that. I, I love, love it, that, bro. Man. I agree with I, that. I, I love for an older man to give something to a younger man and say, "Hey, hey," and then he, he the guy be like, "Man, you got a good head on your shoulders, young man." But let me let me give you something to, to boost you up a little bit. But anyways, getting back to the question. Um, the respect thing, because I say, like, say, friends, bro, you my homeboy, right? Mm-hmm. For me, for me, because because I got love for you, 
I would never disrespect you. Like if I if I felt like I disrespect you, first thing I'm gonna say, bro, my bad, bro. I didn't mean that. So therefore, I gotta respect you to have love for you. And if I don't love you, I'm not gonna respect you. So if I have that same feeling for my partner, what you think I'm gonna have for my wife? I want the respect. If you don't respect me, if you start yelling at me and dis- and it doesn't always have to be in a tone, it doesn't have to be, you know, verbally, it could be anything. But if you don't respect me, I'm gonna feel a certain way. I don't I'm gonna feel like you don't love me. Yeah, and then what Tommy Key said, a man's love language is respect. And I think respect is everything, you know what I'm saying? Cause you don't want your female just disrespecting you and just, you know what I'm saying, just treating you like a little boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I but think, also, Tommy, what kind of respect are you giving back in a relationship? Is it respect, like a mutual respect, a true honor of your woman, or is it a controlling demeanor? I'm just trying. Because, you know, he also has something to say earlier. So. <laughs> I, I think we want the female to respect and acknowledge what we're doing in a relationship as far as, like, when we say, like, providing and protecting and stuff like that. We want to be acknowledged like that. We want you to respect us for doing that. Yeah. We don't. We don't need love. We don't need flowers see that's the problem y'all do need love that's no no that, no, no, no. That, that ain't what he's saying though erica yeah, I'm not, that's not look, what he's look, saying i'm saying as far as like okay so like the little things matter for y'all like okay we take care of y'all like the flowers like a cake or something or whatever and you know like you know the little things for y'all you know it's different for us and stuff like that. We just want acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. We just, we just yeah. want appreciation. Yeah, we just want appreciation. And yeah. and that defines our love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like, dang, she loved me because she acknowledged me. She respects what I do. You know what I'm saying? We don't need the, I'm not going to say emotional things or stuff like that. You know, like like what I was saying, like what, flowers, cards, candy, whatever, and stuff like that. I mean, we don't we don't need that. We don't want that anyway. We just want you to respect us and acknowledge and appreciate what we doing as far as respect wise. So I I always say, and it's so funny because when they talk about love language, I always say regardless of how any male tests or tests or anything and what their options are, I do believe that men are strong proponents of words of affirmation. Like they want to know they're being appreciated. I feel like that is the first thing, like, and I don't see anything wrong with that. And, you know, and it comes to a point where we all get complacent, like, we expect it, like, yeah, let me be married. My man better take the trash, y'all. I don't need to ask him about that, but I'm like, babe, thank you so much for taking the trash, y'all. I appreciate doing you so much. Thank you for putting the gas in my car. Thank you so much. <laughs> babe, thank you for grabbing that because I can't reach it. Thank but, you so much. You know, like, those kind of things like that. And I do think that we get into a place, especially in a relationship, <laughs> where people become complacent and it's expected because, well, you the man, you should be doing this. But you got to right. appreciate that man at the same time. Like, you want him to appreciate you with the rose petals. Sometimes he just wants you to be like, oh, baby, you looking good in them sweats. Like, it's just little things. Like, for hey. me, for the most part. And in addition to that, like, I still honestly believe that uh-huh. love and respect go hand in hand for men. Love and respect. Because the way we communicate to you is how we love you, which also communicates our love or respect to you. Ken, well, let me answer this question right quick. I want to ask you this. Okay. She said some men love roses. Do you love roses? I don't I don't care about no flowers. No, nah, don't give me no don't flowers. Don't bring me no flowers. Don't bring, no, 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 no. Don't don't if you bring me some flowers, I'm I'm, I'm damn near gonna kinda get mad at you. Yeah, like, I'm gonna get a little upset. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get a little upset with you. Like, and, what, and, gonna, what am I gonna do with some flowers? You know what like, I'm like what 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 do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? And one big thing about <laughs> me, bro, I'm like I've heard this about myself. Like, I'm so, like, blunt. Like, you just need to appreciate the gift. You know what I'm saying? No matter if you like it or not. I'll probably be like, hey, 
I'll give it to my mama or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Too. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna drop that off to my sister real Yeah, quick. yeah. I'm gonna give it to my mama, my sister, and then they're gonna be like, Well, I bought that for you. But I'm like, I don't want no motherfucking flowers. Yo, why would you even think that to get me that gift? You know what I'm saying? Because that's nothing I would want. That boy I mean, they bomb some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, man. Kelvin, hey, Kelvin. Are you okay, my brother? My boy is going off on us. Don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, just keep going. Just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, don't even, don't even. Hey, 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 man. Come on, Jesus, Jesus, deliver it. Okay, all right, my bad. I'm sorry. Hey, Floyd, I meant to say this, man, earlier, though, but like a lot of times what ended up happening, though, I mean, this is from experiences, too, is that like a lot of times they feel like, oh, you want me to tell you, I, you know, thank you every time you do something, and that's not necessarily what you want them to do. But it's when you go, but I mean, just, just, just let me let me finish this point real quick. Like what it is is not that you want them to tell you thank you every time, but uh, when you do something that's that's just say for instance, bro, if you didn't cook the good meal, if you didn't vacuum the floor, if you didn't clean the house, and you didn't went did extra that you would normally do, just say you didn't got off work and you came home and you tried to go out your way to make sure. Her day was a little bit better. I'm going to make sure my baby water ran for her. I'm going to make sure that she, when she come home, she got food on the table. You don't want to get greeted with, oh, okay, thank you, baby. And that's it. Yeah. That, to me, like, even if she say thank you and she just go to sleep, you're going to be looking like, damn, baby, I was expecting you to come shit. Give me some special attention. I mean, and I'm not saying all the time, no, but when it. you... No, I get it. it makes you know what I'm saying? When you go out your way and you go, like I'm saying, you didn't work the damn 12-hour shift whatever, you didn't try to do something so special that you wanted her to, to meet you at the place where you was at when you did it. Right. You don't want her to just to sweep your shit under the rug like it was nothing. Like, oh, well, thank you, and I'm going to go to sleep, and that's it. You're going to be like, motherfucker, you ain't going to feel appreciated that she really appreciated what it took for you to do that. And I mean, I'm just saying, that's certain things that, for men, make a man kind of stop doing. Like, no, if I, I didn't done that over and over again, and you continue to do that shit to me, then I'm going right. to just stop doing it. Mm. Right. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to just like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to cook you no, no more meals. Yeah. I'm not going to vacuum the flow no more. <laughs> it goes back into the things of like, even though it's expectation, it also needs to be appreciation. It's hey, the same thing. Green. It goes hand in hand. Say hand in hand. Yo, let me shout out my boy Chris Green, man. What up, Chris Green, man? He a first, um, I think he a first time on the show. You know, what I'm saying that's my boy right there. Shout out to Chris Green. But uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, as far as okay, Big Bro Terry, he said um, he likes his wife bought him flowers and he liked it and stuff like that. So shout out to Big Bro. Yeah, he said y'all like the color roses. I hope she, I hope she got you the color roses you wanted too. Shit, the only time I want to see roses is when I'm dead and I ain't gonna see them, bro. You can put some flowers on me when I'm dead. Don't give it to me when I'm alive. With communication, <laughs> your wife knows that. Yeah, the fat long stem. Okay, all right. You know, hey, uh, okay, yeah. I got. I thought they only had long stem roses. I didn't know they had short ones and stuff like that. So, I mean, um, bro, you know, there, there's okay. different type of men out there too. So that's we yeah, can't forget sure, that. Sure. Men yeah, that not, like not that type of stuff. And you know, I, I grew up in an era where that wasn't for me. The way my father raised me it may be different. Mm -hmm. Than how another man was raised, so I can't knock if another man wants flowers or not. I'm just speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Smith don't want flowers, and that comes with my <laughs> wife knowing me. That's all I can speak on. Yeah, no doubt. Um, again, I want to. I want to say this also. Expectations within a relationship. Let me say this also real quick. Hey, y'all, y'all like y'all share 
the podcast. Y'all can y'all do that from from for your boy. Please like, please share. Um, you know, and I appreciate y'all for commenting and stuff like that. So we finna dive back in there. But um Tommy Key said get him some dandelions and stuff. Okay, we we getting out, we getting to the uh okay, we seeing a lot of people like got a green thumb and stuff like that. So um <laughs> you know that's what's up. Um <laughs> So let's get into um let's get into another question, okay? okay? So um the love and respect thing, I think we could have kept going with that or stuff like that, but we got some good topics and we're not gonna be all night and all day. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like I said, if y'all missed the beginning of the show, y'all can replay this on YouTube. It's gonna be on uh Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It's gonna be on everything you can find or whatever. Okay. It's, it can even it's gonna even be on Twitter. If y'all do Twitter, it's gonna be everywhere. So um uh, dang, we got two. Um, let's let, let, let's let, let's go to this one. Let's go to this one. Let's go to this one. Let's go to music, man. Let's go is music destroying black love. And let me start off with this. Our parents grew up on like you know Marvin Gaye and all those type of singers. It wasn't rap music. It was mostly singing groups, and they was singing about their woman, about how they love their woman, and you know a lot of relationships. You know that generation. The relationships they was getting married, they was you know, they was still married to this day. Do you think the mindset? Do you think the music nowadays? I'm talking about men, rappers, women, and men. Do you think the music nowadays is destroying the black love out there? What do, What do y'all think about? I'm gonna let you go first. Go first, Ken. I got what I gotta say. Go ahead. You go first. Oh, you gonna let me go first, huh? Okay. My honest opinion to this is incredible. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Floyd. My, my my honest opinion to this question is yes. I do believe music is destroying the black love because of like it's a lot of garbage out there. I mean it's it, I mean and what they're promoting is is filth. I mean, I've never I mean I was probably about twenty, twenty-seven, twenty-eight when I started hearing some of this new music talking about eating a girl butt and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, so like since then, the narrative have changed now. So now this is the normal for the younger generation to talk this nasty. St- like I'm saying, like some of this stuff used to be something you've done behind closed doors that you didn't sing about. Yeah, you, you sung about love. You sung about keeping your family together. Like you didn't sing about doing this, feel, this nasty stuff. And um, like I said, I'm not saying that you can't be that way. But it's not something that you need to put on the music, on the waves of children. Like there's little kids, 10, 11, 12, listening to Cardi B. She, you know, is talking about giving head and all that kind of stuff. So therefore, I mean, I'm like, is this is what we're promoting? We're promoting sex. We're not promoting love. We're promoting, you know, women yeah. to sell their bodies. We're promoting women to to feel like they can just do whatever they want to do to a man and not love on them. But yet these women that are saying this have men that they're loving on. I see like Renee she, look like she ready to chime in on this. Look, 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 before she before she joins <laughs> in, look, before she, she says she cut piece, all I'm saying is the same women that's telling you these this stuff. I don't cook, I don't clean. She she's mm. doing it for her. She's doing it for her man. She doing and she, he he even recorded her cooking and cleaning. And cleaning. She, the Megan Thee Stallion. Uh all these women that's saying this have men that they're that shit, that they're not leaving. They're not, I mean, they're promoting this, they're singing this, but that's they're not about that life. They're not living that life. But they want these young girls to come out here and then tell a guy that shit, I ain't cooking, I ain't cleaning. Well, you're gonna be single, goddamn. Yo, Kelvin, stick to, stick to the subject, my G. We talking about a whole nother topic, my G. 
Kelvin, if I can block you, I'm gonna block you. Hey, Kelvin, I'm gonna. Hey, if she want me to block you, Kelvin, I have never blocked a person on my show. You will be the first in history for me to block, bro. You talking about? <laughs> Yo, I've been. I ain't gonna lie. I've been drinking and stuff, but this boy, can Kelvin, you finish? So I can get to my point. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, but this boy, Kelvin, is hurt. This dude is. <laughs> hey, this is. We gonna have to talk after this yeah, show. Yeah, is over. Bro, they married. Oh, wow. Drop it. They married. Okay. 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 So, okay. My bad, kid. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I gotta. I, I'm gonna, Can't wait to say. Yeah. See. Basically, what I was just saying, like for the women's standpoint, this is what we're as men. This is what we got to deal with. And then for the men part, the shit that they're talking about, it, it's the same thing. They're talking about the same thing. So what it is is now everybody's talking about. Six, 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 and nobody's putting in work to get to know each other. Nobody's talking about trying to stay with each other. I mean, I remember Betty Wright. I used to listen to her. My mom listened to Betty Wright, and she was talking about no pain, no gain. You know what I'm saying? She was talking about a man hurting her, and she had, she still staying with him. Like, and I'm not saying that women haven't grown to a point where if a man hurts you, leave. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the music was all clean. I can listen to a track with Marvin Gaye from one through fifteen. And it's all going to be clean. Uh-huh. I can't listen to one track nowadays with music without having to skip because I got yeah. my kids in a car. I mm-hmm. mean, everything is just dirty. It, it's no clean music. It's just, I, I just can't do it, bro. I, 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 I'm just not a fan of this new generation of music. I'm just not. Yeah, and they try to they brainwash you too because they play the same songs over and over, over and over on again sta- on a radio station. Mm-hmm. And I don't even listen to the radio station. To be honest with you, I just I just you know Bluetooth from what I have in my uh, iPhone or whatever. But you know the times that I do listen to the radio station, I'm like, dang, y'all just played this song like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and like and like you said, as far as the message that Cardi B that we're saying particularly wise. Is putting out. I don't cook. I don't clean. But I still got a ring. But she—that's what she's doing. You right. know what I'm saying? So until she get a divorce, okay. Until and 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 me and me and Ken also talked about as far as uh, I think that's a whole nother subject. But we was talking about as far as her staying in a relationship and and but that's a whole nother thing and stuff. And maybe we can do a part two later on and whatever and we can continue on that but uh miss erica go ahead i'm sorry miss renee go ahead okay i'm ready okay so the first thing i have to say about this Uh, babies raising babies let's just let's face it some of the people today on our kids of today their Mm -hmm. mothers were babies having babies like they should have been having these babies to begin with so you think about Mm. you got that they're not able to really provide in the household. They, they got to go out and they got to work. So social media has been a large proponent of raising these kids. That's that's like one of the aspects of it. And then in, in, in addition, how you are raised in the household determines like your role model, your figure, things of that sort. How you are raised in the household in so many ways stimulates your influence. You know, get what I'm saying? So like okay. me today, I was cleaning up and guess what? I got a vinyl record player. I was listening to Ella Fitzgerald. I was listening to Nina Simone. You know, I had all my music going and things like that. Most of my music I listened to was from my mama's generation. And yes, I got Madonna. I got Michael. I got all of them in my current rotation. But the thing is, 
what people have to understand is like, yes, the industry is in it to make money. That's their main aspect to get most clicks and everything else. Like to us today, because of how the internet, how accessible things are. Like when people try to compare like the records MJ got to somebody today, the internet wasn't as like accessible, wasn't as prevalent as it was. Like we didn't have app downloads and he hit these figures. So when you try to tell me somebody made these equivalents to MJ, it's not the same because it was so much harder to be able to access the album, so much harder to access Thanks. this content now. Anybody can come in and like, even me, I can go set up a podcast and like when we get up here in 20 minutes and I can probably do two or three episodes next week and bam, it's out there in the ethernet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to things like that, you got to also practice it in the household. But you can, you also have to say when it comes to Cardi B, you have to look at where are you looking for your source of motivation or your, or your source of role model. Everybody knew she was never somebody who ever whoever tried to deny where she came from. We knew her background. So if you choose to make her your role model, oh, I got a ring. Okay, that's cool. Girl. You got a ring for now. The things like hope that she does have a marriage. She chooses to like accept the things that happen in a relationship, but you have to look and, and and agree with like what you choose as a role model. Me, I respect what she did as a businesswoman. Okay. okay. Where she came from. She was in social media and she was in reality TV. I was like, oh, Lord, my girl about to go down. Because I actually did find, I actually did follow her, but only for entertainment value. I never took who she was to fruit or anything else. It was for entertainment value, which, mm -hmm. yeah, I could have been reading a book or doing something else. But if I didn't want to do that, yeah, I could click, see what she was doing. She did not let me down. She went through, she took this opportunity because of how today's society, she was, I said, and at the end of the day, when people make fun of her, she was a very strategic woman. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, a very strategic woman. These women are going in and they're monetizing off of the things that society, the, the current algorithms and everything else wants. If that makes sense to you. If you choose to view them as a role model to other people, that's up to the parent. And that's up to that person, like me as as a 20, well, not me, because I ain't 20, but as a 20-something-year-old adult, if you want to look up to Cardi B, if you want to look up to the city girls and Megan Stallion and all of them, that's that's on you. But that's not somebody that you actually look as an actual role model. Your role model should be within the household first and foremost. And yeah, then and historical, like actors like Maya Angelou, and I'm sorry, I'm all day, Michelle Obama, like historical people who have prominent actual roles people of actual substance entertainers have no place mumble rappers i'm sorry i don't even listen to it because i don't know what they say in half the time they all look the same with the locks in the coat and, and 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 not to like you know discredit the female rappers too but you know a lot of male rappers too are talking about how you know banging chicks and they're involved in relationships too you know they might talk about you know messing with this woman and doing this woman and all that type of stuff but when you learn about them they're in relationships or they're married, like even Snoop Dogg. Like I grew up listening to Snoop Dogg. I want to be like Snoop, but I didn't know he was married. You know, I didn't. That wasn't the message he was sending out there. He was sending out like B's ain't nothing but H's and D's and lick on you and, you know, all that type of stuff, you know. But that wasn't the message that he was putting out. And when I was younger, you know, it was like listening to Snoop and listening to this music. It was like. Why well, I need to get in a relationship? Bees ain't nothing but you know what I'm saying. But later you find out that they're married and like, damn, you know what I'm saying. And like what you said, it's really just entertainment. So I think, do you think as like parents, like, do we need to 
help our kids separate the difference between entertainment and real life? And, you know, does that involve communication with our kids? Are we lacking that? Okay, really quick. So, so to Sunny, I do not think that all young parents are not capable of ra- of raising great children. It's just mm. with the trend. It's just if you think about it, you haven't lived life yet. Not you specifically, but most young parents like the Sweet 16 TV show irritates yep. me. You haven't even lived life, gone through experience yet to bring a child into this world to actually be able to raise. And then when you look, their parents didn't even equip them with the necessary necessary tools to be an effective parent to make sure. And then yes, some of them end up getting it and they end up learning it, but sometimes it's too late because you've already started this initial impact on the kid. But um, what was your question again? I'm so sorry. What was your question again? Parents, are we not communicating with our kids to help help separate the difference between entertainment and real life with these celebrities? Because our kids, girls and boys are growing up listening to these lyrics and, you know, they're not separating it from real life, you know? So to me, unfortunately, in today's society, I do think that parents are doing the best that they can. But because they're at work and then like their kids have devices, they can't monitor everything that their kid is doing. So they don't know every aspect. If they know about it, I feel like most parents are going to be a part of the process, communicating, educating and trying to do course correction, so to speak. But unfortunately, because of the parents being in the household, I feel like they're not able to catch. And because of social media and how technology is at your hands now, they can't Mm -hmm. get every aspect of everything that their child catches like me. My kids ain't having no social media. They want a cell phone. They're not having a cell phone until maybe after 16. So they get like mom raised me with kids. It's the same way I'm going to do with mine because it's just because technology and the way it is, there is no real regulation, no real censorship or censorship according to age group. So for me, it's just like I'm going to have to be proactive in making sure that my my children, when the time comes, are positively influence as much as they can and I'm there to correct any negative influence that come and and some parents just can't do it and it's no no fault of their own it's just True. that social media is easily more available to them than oh, the parents man, it's powerful it's you powerful. know what I'm saying All right, well, I, will, I, will, I will kind of add to what you say I'll piggyback on what you said I believe that as a as a father that has you know five kids six kids I mean, we, we're not doing a good enough job. A lot of us want to be our kids' friend. We want to, you know, we want to party. We want to TikTok. We want to, you know what I'm saying? We want to be on their level. And instead of like, when I grew up, I mean, I feared my parents. I feared my father. I mean, so what he told me, shit, it, it, it was his way or no way. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, like say, for instance, like I said, when I remember myself listening to Tupac, he told me, Man, you, what are you doing listening to this garbage? <laughs> Straight up. Tupac was one of my, I would be listening in the car and like, you know, we, we, we'll be in the truck. I don't like, think he's a bad artist. I'm sorry. No, well, just listen. Listen. <laughs> I mean, he maybe wasn't a, a bad artist, but my yeah. dad would come from an era where that shit wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Rapping about, you know what I'm saying? I get around, hit him up. You know, he was, mm-hmm. Tupac, I mean, he's one of my favorite rappers. But he, my dad come from an era where it wasn't rap. It was R&B. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So here it is as a father. Now, I try to tell my son the difference of clean music than garbage. Like everything out there right now that I hear is garbage. 
It's garbage. It's I tell garbage. my son, hey, son, if you're going to listen to something, listen to something that has a good message. It's like 85% garbage out there. 85. I mean, there's a few artists that I can talk about. There's that a few artists that's good. That, that's good. Yeah. But most of it is garbage. And, and like I said, R&B feel, but. I mean, I, I'm more of a person that goes to. We don't have more like, trying to contribute. Like, I can tell you right now, just off the top of my brain, you know what I'm saying? When, I, when I'm in a good zone, what I'm listening to. Osmond Brothers, Frankie Beverly, you know, the OJs. Mm. I mean, I can spit them out, but this generation can't even probably name five <laughs> people that can, you know what I'm saying? Curtis Mayfield. I mean, mm. I can go on and on, but I'm just saying like what I, when I was young, what I found myself realizing is when I found myself listening to hardcore rap, it put me in a hardcore state of mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I was listening to, a song that was talking about, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Half the time, I was going to fight or something. Yeah. Half the time, I was going to do something I had no business doing. But, but when I was listening to, you know, the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, or some shit like that, I was at ease. My mind was at peace. Mm-hmm. I was going probably, you know what I'm saying, cut a corner and go see a female or something. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wasn't about to go get in no trouble. Notice so, how, notice how, not to interrupt you, notice how when we go li- go go chill with a female, we throwing on some R&B or some Jodeci yeah, or some Shy yeah. or something like that. You're not right. throwing on no, uh, like we say, a Snoop or no Too Short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but, hey, these dudes, these days, they probably got Lil Uzi, Lil Vert, you know what I'm saying? They going to go to their female house want to kill her ass. You know what I'm saying? They not going over there to want to love on her. They yeah. going over there to want to kill her ass. That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying, like, it plays tricks on your mind. It puts you in a state of mind to where you want to do something bad versus doing something good. And, you know, Erica, kind of, you know, talk about what you said now. So far as the parents, what I feel like we need to do, I've done this. I went through my son's phone. I've checked this shit. Let me see what let me see what a normal conversation look like with one of your homeboys, one of you, with one of your young lady friends. Let me see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And when I seen something in there that I didn't like, I had a conversation. Hey, man, we don't talk like that, man. I'm not your friend. Yeah, We're not. Yeah. We're not homeboys. I'm gonna yeah, like, always be your dad. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Socially programming, I feel that. Yeah, I'm and not. We never gonna be on the same level. I can't be on the same level as my kids. And then this is not because I feel like if young younger generations got this, because you know they got the time to go back. Like when you look at like LL Cool yeah. J and like Dougie Fresh and Easy E and you know like all these other past groups. Yes, there were very suggestive lyrics like i get it i get it but the thing is it was like the taste in which it was done now it's just there's no discretion it's just all out there you get what i'm saying so it's like well you know back then if you look like this it's kind of like when we watch the cartoons because these cartoons from today i don't know what is going on (laughs) but it's just like back then you know i was like dang i was watching this and it was like implied stuff like we didn't catch it because our minds were so innocent now there's no sense of censorship or implied for us not to be able to miss it for these younger kids and we just getting hit dead with it like there's no no barriers no buffers all right so um last question you know, okay. uh, last question tonight, because I mean, we could go all night. <laughs> this has been a very, <laughs> a very dope podcast. I'm not gonna lie, this is the conversation has been great. Um, also, like I said, please like, please share if you missed it, <laughs> uh, whatever you know, I like that. I gotta say that. Um, but the you know, I mean, we kind of chimed in on this, um, and 
you know, it's, it's like, do we need to change the mindset when it comes to relationships? Because, uh, you know, as far as blacks and African-Americans, I mean, you know, like single parent households, divorce rates, everything is, is up, is skyrocketing. It's, you know, do we need to, I mean, what's going on? What are we doing wrong? Like, what, what do we need to do to correct these things, you know? I mean, and also, you know, as far as the black woman, they're least likely to get married. I mean, what the heck is going on with the black community nowadays, man? Can you want to go first? Or want to go first? What you want to do? You go first. Hey, I went first last okay, so time. What I'm going to say with, today, with today's society, and can you even hold a whole point on it? I'm sorry, y'all. Let me slow down. I'm talking real fast. Okay. Um, was that our society, because of how everything is with Amazon and social media, we're used to instant gratification. Nobody wants to put in the work. Mm. Nobody wants to put in the work. Nobody <laughs> wants to do it. And what it means is you have to understand it's just like literally I put a I put a seed into the dirt. It's not going to be a tree or it's not going to be whatever I needed to be mm. the next day. You have to love, you have to nurture it, you have I to like grow that it. Analogy. And our society is not like that anymore. It's all about what can I do with the quickest turnaround to give you what I need. And you're not going to have a long-term sustainable relationship with that mindset. So it's like, if you don't do that work, it's not going to happen, you know? So to me, it's just like, ugh, you, you want to go and you want to critique this person and what they are. And the thing is like, at the end of the day, and I always tell, when you get into a relationship and you have to say an aspect of relationships, there are going to be things about your partner that is going to drive you crazy. Until mm-hmm. the day you go into your your deathbed, or they go to the deathbed before True. you, and you look at him and I loved you, but Negro, you got on my nerves when you did Talking this. It's going to be there, but it's about a love and give compromise. You can't have a perfect relationship; it doesn't exist. If you're looking at the Kardashians, which is a horrible example, it doesn't exist. If you're looking at people's posts on social media, they're only showing you an aspect of their lifestyle. You don't know their actual day-to-day struggles. You only see what they're actually allowing you to see. So to me, when it comes to something like this, it's like you instant gratification, I feel like is the downfall right now of today's relationships. Kim, before you say something, I want to thank you, my brother. You introduced me to this young lady, Miss Renee. She then came on the show. She'd been spitting fire heat. I'm a fan, you know, I just want to say thank you for, you know what I'm saying, your opinions that you have brought on the show. I'm not trying to end it right now, but I just want to, before Ken chimed in, I just want to say that um, your insight, your knowledge, um, uh, the information that you have been bringing on the show has definitely been very dope. Uh, Miss Sunny said definitely need a part two. So, you know, get with y'all when the schedules is available. We can maybe can chime in and do the part two. But um, Ken, man, what do you think, man? What what do you, what do you think? What's bro, the problem, man? What, bro, bro, what's up bro, with us, bro? I mean, you know, I only got one way to do this, and I, I got to end it with a bang, bro. Like that's <laughs> the last question. I, I mean, bro, I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna end it with a bang, bro. <laughs> the problem, I mean, of course, accountability. We do have to change our mindset, but I'm gonna kind of sh- give shed light on a different topic because it was on my mind earlier. Yeah, a black man can go be with any other race of woman, and she's gonna uplift that man. She could take a dude that 
I'm going to say, is down on his look, working at Whataburger. Mm. And she's going to be proud of that man. Yeah, Whataburger. Yeah, yeah, Whataburger. We could say he can be just, I mean, working somewhere, family dollar. But she's going to be proud to bring that man. We could say he, he meets an Asian. He meets a Hispanic. She's going to uplift that man. She's going to be proud of that man. She, I've seen this. This is with my own two eyes, bro. I've seen this. Mm-hmm. And then they want to know, well, why do black men go date outside their race? Why do we leave our black queens? Because for me, as a black man, I love black women. I mean, I have a beautiful black woman. Mm. But I'm speaking on a part of what ends up happening is the mindset. Black men feel like we can't get nowhere with the black woman because we're not getting what the other race would give us. A, 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 a black man that's down on his look, that's probably, you know what I'm saying, having found a break, can go be with a white woman and she would uplift that man. Oh, would, man, man, look like she ready to throw some punches right now. Hey, hey, I mean, I'm just, hey, she can throw punches <laughs> and I'm just speaking from a, a, a man that's what I've seen. I mean, I've seen it to where that woman would do anything that man asked for without the gripe. Like, mm. if a man, you know what I'm saying, just say, for instance, if he had a couple of bad breaks, she's not going to be like, oh, nigga, you sorry, motherfucker. She's not going to be so quick to do that. She's going to say, she's going to give supportive words to him. Hey, baby, it's going to be okay. Baby, I got you. We had that a call. We naturally. had a call, but they hung up. I don't know what happened. Hey, I'm just saying, that comes naturally, bro. And like I said, for now, but as, because people say Kendrick only talks about the woman, mm-hmm. I can also spin it to the man. As far as a black man, well, our mindset is we have to do better. Like like you were saying earlier when we first started this store, store uh, this, this show about mm-hmm. keeping a clean record. Keep our ass out of jail. Mm-hmm. Take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, stop being that nigga that all you want to do is be a fuck boy. Mm. If you have a kid, take care of your kid. Be a stand-up I, man. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you have a if you if you have a baby mama, don't just be like, man, fuck that motherfucker. Shit. Don't I mean there's dudes out there. That got kids that saying, fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck, but you got kids with her. You laid with her. Mm-hmm. Be that type of man and say, you know what? You the mother of my kid, regardless of what's going on, I got you. What do my Why kid need? You smell her robe. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm just saying, like, I can ask so many men like, right now. <laughs> hey, man, you, you, you help that woman with school supplies? You know what they going to tell me? Shit, I'll pay that motherfucker child support. Fuck, it's more than just child support, man. Yeah. Be, be active. Be in that kid's life. Yes. There's so many kids that's missing out on so many mm-hmm. things because that man mad at that woman or that man don't want to be in that woman life because she had a kid with him. Fuck that, man. You're going to create a cycle that that kid's going to end up being in jail, following the dad cycle. So, okay, I mean... Ken, I'm going to type okay. in really quick. It's just a few points that you hit on. I need to talk real quick. Okay. Hey, so. hold on. Hold on. We got a caller. We got a... Okay. Hey, okay. We got a caller. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got it. What's up, caller? Where you calling from? Uh, right now I'm in Nebraska. Uh, I'm Nebraska? Around, but yeah, yeah. Nebraska. That's what's up. What you got? Uh, now what was the question again? Do we need to change the mindset when it comes to relationships? I I think we do. I I, I don't want to put the blame all on women because mm-hmm. men play, black men play play a big role in it. Okay. But I think if we're gonna lead, we supposed to lead. I think we should take some pages from the other races, and we can see that our women aren't really, you know, they they they're not submissive to it, and you know they they it's like they want to compete with us, and 
a lot of us don't know how to leave relationships. Black facts, though. Facts, facts. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, facts. You ain't lying. We wasn't taught these things, so now you know. I mean, we didn't got to a point as a generation went on because I believe it. It started the generation before my mom, but then you know they they were trying to survive. So economics play a part in it too. But I mean, the only way we can is I think we have to get our women in line first. But with them making more money and having more power, it's going to be hard for them to just let go of the power that they have and let us leave. But it, do you do I, I, I don't, do you think that's because a man been slacking, and, and now women kind of no. stepped it up? You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of hard to now you know leave because they kind of you know financially while they do what they think. I, I don't I don't think men been slacking because if we pay attention, we see that. Black men are basically, we have to work harder. And we've been held out for certain things. That's why the women getting black women in particular, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're quick, they'll quickly hire one of them before they hire one of us. <laughs> they don't want us to run things. That's true. You know what I mean? So That's true. I'm not going to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off, but the field I'm in, it's easier for a black female. They, they, they will hire a black female, you know what I'm saying, for the culture diversity before they hire a black man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The field that I'm right. in. Right. But um, continue. I'm sorry. My bad. I just have to let people know that, though. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And and and, see, and what they turn around and do is it's like they compete with us. So now they got all this money. And, and you know how women are. You know, they don't really want to say the guy that ain't got that and pull them up like uh, Kenny. You know what I mean? So it's like they throw it in our <laughs> face. And we're the ones that flacking. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm. well, what do y'all want us to do? You know what I mean? You, you, you pretty much, it's like, if you look at other races, the women are put in a forefront in some, some way, and then, because they can get in places that the man can't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, our women would say, hey, we're going to get in these positions, and we're going to pull y'all up. Yeah. And we'll be submissive to y'all. Y'all just got to, we're going to put you in a position to do what you need to do. And, and now we got a whole nation of black people that, you know, help each other, but that's, that's not how that's going. They just, you know, they got this power and they, they really not trying to run with it. Yeah, that, that, I, I feel that. Hey, man, I appreciate you calling. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, dog. Yeah, you gave a great insight, man. But thank you for calling. We're going to chime in on this for sure. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm part of that, that Northside alumni, man. Oh, Northside <laughs> alumni, man. Oh, nah, let's go. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you, fam. All right, man. Okay. All right. All right. So, so he hit the nail the nail on the head. What I wanted to say: a problem okay. within relationships, even today, is that it's no offense or anything. Men do not know how to lead, and it's not the overall issue in relationships. But it's like again, we have had so much stuff that we've had to deal with. Trying to like when men come come into this society, when they come into this world. They're supposed to provide and everything else and do this. But guess what? They're not, in many instances, given the resources and the tools to be able to do those things, if that makes sense. So you get in a relationship with, again, a black woman who has had (laughs) a lot of societal things against her in addition, even though she's done the self-work. So you have these two entities, basically. It's like some women like to compete. Well, we got to deal with this. And the men are like, well, we got to deal with this. And that's mm-hmm. our problem as black men and black women. We too busy doing a comparison, like making a competition of who got to deal with what, if that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that, you know, the black woman is unqualified or anything else like that. 
and honestly, I don't care what anybody. So based on historical aspects of us taking care of the masses, babies and everything else, no offense, everything else, black women, I will never discount the level of strength we have. And when it comes to another man going into a relationship outside of a relate outside of the race, because to me, I was raised in a biracial household. So I was first raised not to see color before actually learning about black history, if that makes sense to you. So I had to learn backwards. I didn't learn forwards. I learned backwards. And the thing for me that I learned from the situation is, yes, in other races, women are more submissive. Yes, I get it. They are viewed as being more submissive. But what you also have to understand is it's not that black women do not want to be submissive to their men is that we, as long as black women, as black men have a lot to prove, we have to work for things that we want because not only do we have our black men against us, we have every other aspect in society against us too at times. So it's not just, it's not just us sitting here and being like, okay, we want to be difficult. We want to be complacent. And then again, in our specific community, we haven't done the necessary work to heal our past trauma, which goes back generationally um if i can think of it the does. book okay ah uh, it didn't start okay y'all go to amazon or audible i think it was called it didn't start with you there was proven research and theories that 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 show that trauma from past generations were genetically and biologically passed down so mm-hmm. things that my great grandmother went through genetically and biologically was passed down to me so think about what my great grandmother went through. Think about what my great mother's great 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 grandmother went through. So there are there's a there is an actual DNA aspect of trauma that is passed down to us, and it's up to us what you call sharp version generational curses or pattern for us to work on breaking that. True. True. Do you do you think do you think now that the trauma? If I'm just saying, if we do go do trauma, are we passing that trauma down now to our kids and kids? So I think I think right now in today's society where we are at anything moving forward that we're passing down is we are selfishly passing it down to our kids because we're not doing the work ourselves. Like we're in a point in society where we can work like me and my sister communicate um, like specifically with my sister and my baby brother. I got my baby sister through college. She's Mm -hmm. a medical technologist, a.k.a. laboratory scientist. Worked hard to get my brother where he needed. He's off to college on a full basketball scholarship. I can't blame our parents for what happened to them. But guess what? They had they had the necessary tools in place because of the things that I provided for them. That when they go through and they start their family, they have nothing but positive aspects and what they'll pass down to their children. Even me and my middle sister, we swore even with my niece. Anything that we put into her life um, or into her, her ecosystem it's going to be positive experiences because what my mother went through, my aunts went through, my great-grandmother went through, great-grandmother, we don't want to pass that down. And it's all about self-work. True. Ken, you got anything to say before we get out of here, man? This has been a great Yeah, show. yeah, bro. bro I'm about to, I'm, I'll, I'll leave on this note. Uh, financially, where we at as a culture, where we are for a black man, for a black woman, we're better than we were. Back in the days, the 1970s, 1980s, we better. We're making way more money. Mm-hmm. But on morals, values, and principles, mm-hmm. we're, we're not better. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we lost all, all of that. We lost our morals. We lost our values. We lost our principles. I mean, we lost how to love each other, how to treat each other. 
number one, like, bro, you can see a dude down the street, and we wonder why the youth, there's so many young guys locked up in jail. Mm -hmm. There's no fathers in the house. Mm -hmm. None. Thanks. All black men, all, all young black men are taught today is shit, how to sell drugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I come from a generation where when I was coming up, bro, they saw, hey, man, you know, even if it was an older guy that was doing drugs, he seen you trying to do some, nah, man, you don't need to do this. Yeah. They would keep me Ken, even at the baseball field, when yeah. we used to play baseball, we had yeah. dads and everything, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Dads, yeah, you know, you yeah, know, the guy to be there for us. To be there for us, bro. And like I told you before, man, in a conversation before, like, I'm going to give your old man his flowers. Like, bro, our fathers knew each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, our dad, like mm -hmm. I said, I saw the sacrifices that your dad did for his family. Like, I knew he was working at the railroad, but yet to still try to make it to baseball practice, to still teach other kids how to play mm -hmm. baseball. I mean, I saw that, man. I saw the constant effort. And like I said, him and your mom are still together after all those years. I saw it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. So as a man, I mean, that let me know it can be done. Mm -hmm. That let me know if you wanted to do it, you can do it. Right. You know, you don't have to go down that way. It's a choice. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? It's your choice to to say, hey, you know what? I want to sell these drugs. Because we, we, when we were playing at EO, they had guys that went for bad. They had guys that went to the street. But you know your what? Dad, at, go ahead, go ahead, bro. At EO in the 90s, you know, the North End was on fire, crazy, gangbanging yeah. and stuff like that. We were still winning city championships and going to all-star regions and winning that, dog. We was like, like, you know what I'm saying? The environment we was in to even like compete and beat yeah. some of these cats in the West End and Amelia, South Park, and wherever right. it was, you know, it it's crazy. But we had the, um, you know, we we had the we had our parents, man. We had we had parents there helping us out, bringing us to, you know, what I'm saying the practice or um, providing us. And, mm -hmm. and and be honest with you, after the games, everybody was going to Mazio's. Mazio's pizza, bro. Everybody I mean, was going to Mazio's. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 hey, bro, it was a it was a it, you know how they say it, it take a village to raise children. It was a village. That, though, it dog. was a village, bro. Not it was like, villages. No more villages, bro. Yeah, no and it's like, villages, but the thing is, the, it, it has villages, but nobody wants somebody to tell their kids shit. You know, you, you <laughs> might have a person that want to tell your child, That's man, cool. what the hell are you doing? That mm -hmm. kid going to tell you, man, nigga, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are you talking to? And then it per creates a situation where you don't want to get in an altercation with none of them youngsters. You mm -hmm. don't want to have to, you know, put your hands on nobody, kids. Mm -hmm. So you don't say shit. Mm -hmm. So when you see that little kid on a, on the news and you see him in jail, you're like, man, I knew something was going to happen. You want to help, but you can't help because the parents have put you in a position to where don't tell my kids shit. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Because before, just say your dad saw me doing something. Your mm -hmm. dad would feel comfortable enough because he had a relationship with my dad yeah. to say, hey, kid, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he can sure. get on me. Uh -huh. And it's I'm going like, to receive it. Vice and versa. Like in the school system, when we were in, when we were in high school, the coaches would get with the boys. Female teachers would get with the girls to do correction. Now, if you do anything to a kid, they're get, they're being held to a level degree. And I'm sorry. I'm like, you send these unruly, undisciplined, unstructured kids to school and you make it the teachers or the school's problem. And you want to hold the school accountable because of the fact that in the household, you're not actually raising your kid. 
Yes, a counselor at Really Ray Smith told me that when she tries to get in contact with some of these parents, they, they're no shows. They will only show up when it's sports involved. Uh, right. When it's when it's when it's uh, academics and stuff like that, you can't you can't get in you can't get a hold of them. And they say they're not though. answering it. She say you even go to the, go to their house. You knock on the door. They're not answering it. You know, but that's sad. That's sad. Bro. People try to portray that they're so involved with their kids, but that's not that's not the case, though. That's sad, man. I mean, I've had um, I've for me as a, as a parent, I've went up to schools and just sit with my child, mm-hmm. but. To sit with my child and see a kid needing something attention to where I went to see my child for lunch and I see another kid saying, hey, you know, can you come sit with me? Mm-hmm. You know, because he's going through something. He he may have lost a grandmother or lost somebody in his family. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am, bro. I don't mind taking time to help a kid. But there are so many other men out there that will probably look over their kid, man. I'm coming to see my goddamn kid. Fuck that kid. Mm-hmm. All children, man, need love. I don't care who kid it is. I've mm-hmm. always believed that, man, any child that you and can help, help. And it's not even about love. It's just guidance in general. It's I mean, I, I mean, it's common courtesy, man. It's just human nature. Yeah. I, I believe we care more about goddamn animals, a damn dog, than we care about a goddamn innocent baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, you a, a guy can sit there and not feed his animal and get locked up. But mm-hmm. a guy can sit there and not feed his kid. And they that. They'll, they'll be like, oh, you know, well, we're going to go check on it. But let that person not feed that damn dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. I mean, it's sad, bro. Animal got more. And I mean, not saying the animals don't matter, but mm-hmm. they. And, 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 uh, well, Keenan froze up. I know. <laughs> he was so yeah, he was, he's fit his thing. Uh, I wanted to come back before I end the show, but this was been this this has been a great show, and and, and a few people, oh, there you go, Ken. A few people already been calling for a part two. You know what I'm saying? And I'll get with y'all. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Probably tomorrow or something. But um, okay. you know, and see if we could schedule something. Uh, you know, real soon or something like that in a week or two or something like that. See, see if we could continue with the discussion and more topics and stuff because somebody was. Wanted us to chime in on another topic or whatever, but I'm gonna I'll go through the comments and I'll write that down okay. or whatever and stuff like that. But I want to thank y'all too for both coming on the show, spending a couple hours on your Friday, you know what I'm saying, and chiming in and giving a great dope show, you know what I'm saying. And like I said, everybody, the audio, the YouTube, everything will be up uh, Friday. I mean, no, it's Friday now. Saturday tomorrow will be up tomorrow. So, you know, if y'all want to watch it again on YouTube or listening to listen to while you're working out on your audio and stuff like that, all that will be available. But I want to thank y'all, too, for coming on the show, uh, you know, chilling with your boy. It's good, bro. It's good. All I love, man. Only, <laughs> the only takeaway of anything, because people who not do self-work, I say is really get into things that help you focus on yourself internally, who you are those demons that we deal with, the things that we are in so many ways conditioned to overlook and just say, oh, we got to keep pushing on and things of that sort and just like make it work because, you know, Mm -hmm. like whatever you're going through, take time and dig deep with that. It's going to be scary. It's not going to, it's not going to at times feel like it's easy and you're not, you're going to want to quit. But I feel like when we actually start to look first within ourselves, 
there's so much more once we heal ourselves internally and emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. that we'll be able to provide to society moving forward. No like doubt. we will put more positive out into the ether than our toxicity. Get rid of it. Hey, bro. I mean, before we get out of here, bro, like I said, man, I've always been, you know, what I'm saying, you know, supporting all the, all the time with you, man. And like I said, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to link up and and try to be yeah. more active in the, in the community. And like I said, one thing that I, I want to do, man, let's try to, you know, what I'm saying let the youth know that we're here, man. Like, let's let's, you know, because I remember one time going to the school and a kid, you know, didn't have no clean clothes. Mm-hmm. I wish I was able to, you know. I told her, I told the principal, I was like, hey, man, I want is there anything that I can do to donate extra T-shirts, extra pants to the elementary? It's like, y'all should have enough, you know, shirts and stuff on standby. If something happens to a kid, he has an accident that you don't have to call a parent. Y'all can just go to a, a closet and pull out a shirt and a pair of pants and give it to that kid. I mean, I want to have something in place like that, bro, to where we can help the community in a more positive way. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not about self, man. I'm all about these kids, man. I mean, I've lived my life, man. I mean, I I mean, I thank God for putting mm-hmm. me in a position to where I can give back. But I mean, I just wish more people would have a, a heart these days, man. Like, stop thinking about yourself, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's just give back to these kids, man. They need they need us more than anything. So I mean, I'm I'm just want to you know be a I want to be a vessel, you know, and like I said, let God use no you in, in a way that you know what I'm saying He gets the glory, man, and we can help these kids. I'm tired of seeing these jail cells filled with young kids, man, young black mm-hmm. kids. I'm tired. Exactly, I'm tired bro. of looking at newspaper clippings of somebody. For-profit prisons don't make it any easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, not only that, though, E, I mean, half of these people, kids, I know them. I know their parents. I know I'm just tired of seeing it, man. I'm tired of seeing families lose their children to the to the gangs and to the street violence. I'm tired of seeing, you know, uh, what you call them, hearse, burying people, children. I'm tired of that. I mean, so my thing is, man, let's let's be a voice as a community, man, and let's pull together. And that way, you know, what I'm saying we can give information to these kids to let them know they not they don't have to deal with this alone. If you're in a situation where you need to talk to somebody, goddamn, you know, reach out. I mean, you have you know, you have outlets. I mean, I may not know you directly, but indirectly, I'll still help you. No doubt. You know? No doubt. You know, I'm just a phone call away. You know, I'll, I'll help any kid, anybody. You know, what I'm saying that I see that needs help. As long as you're trying to help yourself. I'll help you, but don't call me if you're on some bullshit. But if you're <laughs> trying to help yourself, I'm 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 more than willing to help you. Yo, yo, and we're gonna end that show with like that, man. Like I said, it's been a great, informative, dope show, man. And that's that's what I like. That's that's why I do this podcast, man, to have dope conversations. You know, we're giving out information, dropping jewels, and everything because you know what I'm saying a lot of people need to hear this, and we don't have conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I like to appreciate I, I appreciate both of y'all coming on here. And I definitely gonna get with y'all later on and see if like, you know, we can schedule a part two and stuff like that. Cause people, like I said, people been asked for a part two. People been sending questions for us to comment and stuff like that. Um uh, in the comments, but I didn't bring them up because I was like, if they want a part two, then I'm just gonna use that comment. You know what I'm saying? And we just go like that. But man, I thank y'all for coming on the show though, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, bro. Much love, bro. It's anytime, All right, y'all man. be safe, man. I'll hit y'all later. Later, bro. Be y'all. King, you were great. All right, you too, <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye, man. Bye-bye. All right, so look, man, that was a dope show. I ain't gonna lie. That was a dope, 
that was an informative show, man. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you know, uh, y'all please like, y'all please share it. It's gonna be up on YouTube tomorrow. It's gonna be up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever you listen to your audio or podcast on. It's gonna be on that. But you know what I'm saying? Next week, oh, it's gonna be a part two. Hey, Kelvin, it's gonna be a part two, but bro, you gotta chill out, man. We was talking about particular topics and you was on some other stuff. I don't know what you was talking about, my G. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good, though, man. I appreciate you for coming and even watching the show. You know what I'm saying? 100 with you. But next week's show, we're going to be talking about sex. I got a sexologist that's going to come on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think they know what they're doing in the bedroom. But the sexologist, she's going to break it down. She She's going to go into the details. She's going to define stuff. She's going to really break it down for us, man. So I got a dope show next week. Friday, you know what I'm saying? I got a sexologist coming on there, and we go, we go see what's going on. We go see, you know what I'm saying, what they really do. So uh, I like to thank everybody for participating on the show, commenting, sharing, liking, whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? But we finna get out of here. I thank y'all. This was the Kickback Podcast show. I thank that caller for calling in. I think he was in Nebraska or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate your homie, Northside Alumni 409 Strong. That's what we do. Shout out to Sealsby Orange, Porata. Lumberton, Vada, Southeast Texas, period. Houston, Dallas, whatever. Wherever you from, man, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all for coming, uh, for, uh, you know what I'm saying, chiming in. Uh, yes, next week is a lot of back-to-school charities giving back. Check them out, y'all. If y'all want to participate, giving out some money, some backpacks, school, you know, wherever it is. You know what I'm saying? We're looking out for the kids and stuff like that. Appreciate you coming in. Tommy Keys, shout out to my boy. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Uh, Kelvin Part 2 is coming up. Aphrodite, appreciate you, my G. Appreciate you, Sparkle. Appreciate everybody that's been commenting on the show. I'm sorry. Shout out to my girl, Linnell. She made me some dope jello shots. Um, They were dope. Peach the Rock with the peach ring and all that kind of stuff. Shoot, I was lit. But um, we out of here. Shout out to my boy, Stacey Lewis. If you need a haircut, if you need a car, holler at the homie and stuff like that. He go get with you. Uh, I could con- I could shout out a lot of people that was coming on this show, you know what I'm saying? But it'll be like another 15 minutes, and I'm finna get out of here. Um, y'all be safe. Y'all have a great weekend. Y'all have a great Saturday, man. Um, you're never too old to have goals. <laughs> That's my slogan, man. You're never too old to have goals. You know what I'm saying? And do not let the opinions of others knock what you got going on for show on everything. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're trying to do, do not let people knock you. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. They just the people that is knocking you is the people that ain't achieved their goals. You know what I'm saying? So do what you gotta do to get where you need to get. Uh I'm finna get out of here, man. Love y'all. Like I said, thank y'all for commenting. I'm gone. Y'all be safe, y'all be blessed. One hundred.